Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry. We're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. Oh, come on. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. You're playing the game I started in 1969. Jesus. Wet. This isn't what happened last week. Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us. It wasn't fair. He didn't get out of the car. That duty car. Beep, beep, Richie. What are you going to do? Kill me? Stop swinging Where's your third wish then? I don't need you dead, Alexandra. I do wish you were. Sorry. Ah! I'm sorry. There's certain things that remind me of home back in England. The smell of rain on cement, eating my mum's Yorkshire puddings, drinking a Lucozade when I've got a cold. They're little things, small things that trigger parts of my brain to remember my childhood. It's weird the things that can set it off, but at no point is it ever less evocative. I've been in New Zealand for the better part of 17 years, and there's no part of me that wants to move back to the UK. But there are tiny glimpses of nostalgia that pepper my days, and today's movie has plenty of seasoning to get those memories flowing. Hello Jade, and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. What's your go-to drink down the pub? Oh my gosh, I... Oh. I, I usually go for a Japanese beer. Um, I prefer, just because I find it more palatable than the beers in this country, for some reason. I hear New Zealand beer is pretty, like, bitter. Yeah. I never really had the chance to drink in the UK on account of the fact that I was a child. So, (laughs) really, you know, it's kind of frowned upon for me to try it out at that age, down the pub. I was but child. (laughs) (laughs) So, the only Japanese beer I know of is, like, uh, Asahi, right? That's Japanese beer. Yes. That that is actually the first drink I had, um... When I went out to dinner uh, as an 18-year-old, oh, nice. my first drink, out, and it was great. Legal age is 18 in New Zealand, everyone, Americans. Yes. I know your legal age is 21. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> we're like 18-year-olds, we're like, woo, yeah, party! <laughs> yeah, and then literally 21 years old is like, um... Yeah, by 21 you're like, okay, I'm over there's it. Nothing, there's nothing I'll have a glass there. of wine at dinner. The 21st here is kind of just like, it's the funny number, you know? Yeah. It's, it's that the, number. It's the last mm. irresponsible party you have. Yeah. I am now 22 as of last week, and so I'm kind of just like, oh boy, here it goes. I am adult now. <laughs> oh boy, I gotta act like I know things now. My, my go-to drink used to be cider. I was a pretty basic bitch. I I've, love I've, cider. I've never liked uni- beer. I always find it a bit like, I didn't like the taste ever. Mm. But a nice good cider, oh, lovely. It's very dangerous. Because so it's so crisp. sweet. Yeah. And then you just drink it because you're like, oh, it's like soda, and then you're gone. Yeah, and then you you, you stand up to go to the bathroom, you're like, oh no. (laughs) I appear to be going downwards to the floor. (laughs) Well, that fits nicely into our movie, as our movie, The Stronghold, is a very good British pub. This week, it was Jade's first time watching 2004, Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) 
ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom. Oh, have you ever felt that you're turning into... Something in the world. A zombie? Maybe you're not alone. It's said. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes and avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl, Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. It was an experience. I have already watched Hot Fuzz and I loved it, but this was just like, take that. <laughs> to the nth degree, there's zombies. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Because uh, Hot Fuzz is cults. A yes. sort of a cult thing. It's it's a bit more on the down low, sort of yeah. mystery. And this is this is like full on like no zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, no, for real. Yeah, <laughs> there's no mysteries here. It's just the zombies. Yeah, survive. <laughs> so so we open uh, at a pub as last call is being as be, as last call is being made. A man smokes before he's distracted by his girlfriend. I love that he's just sort of. This is Simon Pegg. This is Sean Simon Pegg. He's staring off into the distance blankly until his girlfriend Liz sort of prompts him. Um, she's upset that his friend Ed is always around. <laughs> I love this. This happens twice in this conversation. Where it's like, you know, it's not that I have a problem with Ed. Ed, it's not that I have a problem with you. And you pan over and yeah. you see that Ed is standing right there. He's just like, yes, yeah, fine. <laughs> it would just be nice if we could. And then Ed's in the background going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Cock it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's playing on the pinball machine. It's so good. It's so funny. I, just, I love the way they do that in this film. Like, several times, the, just the way they line up everyone's yeah. lines. Sentences is, are finished by someone else, mm. and it makes perfect it sense. It's great. It's so good. Um, she thinks they need to spend more time together, just the two of them. Um, you know, she doesn't want to exacerbate things. Yeah. What does exacerbate mean? Oh, that makes, makes things worse. Make things worse. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Liz mentions her friends, <laughs> and, then, and then we get the second yeah. one of this. Because was um, like, it's not that I don't like Di, uh, David and Di. Guys, it's not that I don't like you. And we pan over to see there's two other people sat next to Sean. <laughs> it's like, she's talking about how she wants to spend more time with him, and yet everyone's here. It's, it's so... It's great, because it's like, everyone she talks about, everyone she mentions is just here. And it feels, like, her. it feels like this is such like an intimate conversation. Yeah, and, like, then, and then we keep panning around to see other people are like... Not the time. In earshot, like literally <laughs> next to them. Thought we were just going so, for a drink, guys. <laughs> so funny. And then Ed wanders over to completely ruin the moment. He offers drinks. And it's the way he does it as well. He just wanders over while they're having this real serious conversation. He's like, can I get any of you cunts a drink? 
<laughs> and he's like, oh my god. He's just Ed. the one brain cell. Like yeah. One brain cell friend. He's that dude bro friend who never grew up. Yeah. He's yeah. that, yeah. Um, David lectures Sean um, about spending more time with Liz. David, played by a very funny comedian um, Dylan Moran. Mm. Hilarious. He's uh, You might know him from like Black Books, the British TV show. He's also been in a lot of TV uh, and a lot of a lot of other movies, like Run, F- Fat Boy Run, and several other movies as well. Has he been in any of the daytime like game shows that they sometimes do for actors? I, I don't feel know. Like I've seen him in one of those. He's comedians. a stand- yeah, he's a stand-up comic mm-hmm. as well. I went and saw him I do live. I've seen him. He's very familiar to me. He's hilarious. Uh, he plays a fairly straight character in this movie. Yes. In fact, he's an asshole in this movie. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Yes, quite the deadpan, serious, like... Constantly pushing up his glasses. Oh, God. Well, actually... (laughs) Yeah. Sean promises uh, to book them, to book himself and Liz a romantic dinner to celebrate their anniversary, which they actually missed last week because they just came to the pub. Yep. Like, they... It sounds like they come to the pub, like, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Just a regular thing. Yeah. You finish work, you go to the pub, you have a couple of pints, you go home, you go to bed, that's it. Yep. That's, That's life. Um, Hence why she's not impressed. <laughs> he's like, uh, Liz is giving explanation as to why she needs things to change as well. Yeah. She's like, you know, I just don't want to feel like I'm wasting my life here and everything like that. And Sean's crunching pork scratches <laughs> while she's having this really like, serious thing. Awkwardly like, uh. Like every time there's a pause in a sentence, you just say, <laughs> <laughs> And she literally goes, uh it's like when the break room's super quiet and you just want to eat your chips. Yeah. Like everyone can hear you and you know it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's like, so... I'm hungry, but I'm, I'm listening, but... We also learn that Liz hasn't even met Sean's mum yet. Rookie mistake. Yeah. And then the credits roll. We get, um, we, we see flashes of different British workforces, basically. There's, mm. like, a woman working at checkouts, who we then see again later. There's, like, trolley boys. There's, like, uh, what are they called? Um, chav... Chav gangs, gangsters, I put in inverted commas. <laughs> but they're all, like, they're doing everything to the beat of the music, which I love. That was great. Like, I the chavs walking do down the street are, like, bobbing their heads to the beat of the music, the intro music. Great. It, this movie's got such, like, style mm. it's mm. so so funny but it's it just shows like the zombie like attitude of the workforce yeah they're already there basically yeah they're already just zombies spirit. yeah <laughs> um i think it, a lot of people relate to that which is unfortunate <laughs> yeah sadly working, <laughs> i'm like yep that's me that's just me on the bus and then the nine day. to five grind yeah working down to five um <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Uh, Sean shambles into the lounge, very zombie-like, which I love as well. He even go- his yawn sounds like a zombie moan. Yeah, as you're well. kind of just like, is this it? Is this the moment? And yeah, no, okay. no, it's not. This is just this a- is a gotcha moment. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Wanders in on Ed playing PlayStation, sits down with him, and it's like player two has entered the game, and Ed's like, don't you got work? Player two has left the game. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I'm just like, yep. Yeah. That's it. Sean gets ready for work. We get, like, a, the mini montage of, like, the mundaneness of, like, brushing teeth, flushing toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. tap on, tap off. And it goes, like, flashes <laughs> between them. It's so funny. I love that way of passing time in movies, because it's like, yeah. you don't need to see all this. It's, it's, it's like, he it's gets, implied. Yeah, he gets ready for work. But it's comedic it's, at the same time. It's so funny. And then it ends with him 
like closing the the medicine cabinet to reveal Pete, their flatmate who's standing behind Sean, Sean and Ed's flatmate, um, who complains about the door being left unlocked again last night. So it sounds like Sean and Ed go out for a couple of drinks, they get home, they forget to lock the door, they stumble into bed. Mm. That's basically that's basically the day to day. Yeah. Uh, Pete proceeds to lecture Sean about how Ed is basically a deadbeat. Which you know he's not wrong. He he is a prick about it. Yeah, he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong because, <laughs> you know, he doesn't work, he makes a mess in the house, he doesn't clean up after himself. Excuses all the time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Others, and it's like, yeah, everyone knows someone like that. Yeah. And you don't want to say it most of the time, but yeah. you got it, you got it. It feels like the three of them used to be really close, and then, you know, Pete's definitely grown up, Sean's, like, growing up, and Ed's still at the same point he was, like, ten years ago. Yeah, they're definitely, like, three different sides of the same coin that, like... Yeah. If the, if a coin had three sides. <laughs> <laughs> the different stages of growing up. I'm a little bit, um, silly. <laughs> I'm a little bit silly. I don't, I don't remember things sometimes, like, coins are two-sided, not three. No, I get what you mean, because Sean's basically leaning more towards Ed's side of, of the coin, the, like, yeah. immature side than he is the grown-up side. And the the film progresses through to sort of flip him onto the other side where he has to take control of his life Mm. and his friends' lives and stuff like that. So, yeah, I definitely see the progression from moving from more Ed's side to moving to more Pete's side. Um, Sean, we we get that line, oh, leave him alone. You know, he he tells Pete to basically back off, leave leave Ed alone. He does his own thing and Sean kind of likes living in that old space i guess mm. well it's comforting to yeah have someone who's like kind of lower maintenance than you are and kind of doesn't care yeah someone who's just like chilled kind of even if it's not a good thing maybe it's even like enabling like, in a way yeah maybe even like living vicariously through them yeah yeah like, it's kind oh of like, i wish i could just not work yeah you kind of like take on the attitude sometimes if you if you live with someone who's just kind of like that mm. like it kind of works in both ways sometimes like it can be good for you to live with someone who's more productive, so you you like look at them and go, oh, I guess I should be doing that too. Yeah. But for some people, it just doesn't work, and you get Ed. <laughs> yeah, and then you get you get Ed. Yes. <laughs> um, Sean does end up confronting Ed, um, giving him directions for shooting in the game as he's talking to him. He'll be like, look, Ed, Ed we need... Oh, top left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Ed swivels the character around, shoots a guy on the top left. Um, That's the perfect mix of, like, both of the influences on him. He's, yeah. he's trying, but he's also, like, helping him out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's doing both sides. Yeah, yeah. But he basically, yeah, he's trying to, you know, ask him, you know, maybe you could clean up or maybe you could do this or something like that. But uh, Ed, Ed becomes distracted by a call. Um, he's, I think he's a weed dealer. Oh. I think that's what that was. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, Sean does mention it when they're in the ki- when he's in the kitchen with Pete. He says that um, Ed, Ed um, sells weed every now and again. Oh, okay. I totally must have blanked on that. It's not a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and it's, yeah. it's not like, it's not regular income <laughs> Not paying any taxes on that. Yeah. He's not, he's not even like a successful drug lord. No. He just sells weed every now and again to get a bit of cash. Yeah. Um, that sounds pretty English. So Pete gives Ed instructions while Ed continues to play the game so ed finishes his phone call pete comes over and he's just like hey ed maybe you could clean up a little after yourself it's not that hard he's so patronizing about it as well Mm -hmm. he's like maybe you could clean up after yourself and you know 
Maybe when there's uh, messages, maybe you could take down everyone's messages, not just your own. <laughs> I kind of laughed at myself a bit at that as well. I was like, God, that'll be frustrating. I don't think I can live with that. Yeah, no way. Like, <laughs> he just seems like the guy who you'd, like, meet up with sometimes, like, at the pub, but don't live with him. Yeah, no, it would be so infuriating. <laughs> um, Ed continues to nod. He's like, yep, yep, mm-hmm, mm. yep. And then Pete turns to leave with an I am a prick sign taped to his back. <laughs> <laughs> which Ed had clearly attached to the back of his suit at and some it's like, point. like, how did he even do that as well? Because he's just been know. sitting there the whole time. I don't know. Like, when did he even reach around to do that? Did or, he, did or did he, he do it, like, it? at night and uh, Pete didn't even notice when he was putting on his jacket? Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so funny because when did he have the patience to work that through? It's still funny. And I don't him. know why. I just, I, it's so immature, but I'm like, <laughs> Like, I love how he just decides when he when he wants to do something elaborate. Yes. Like he'll just, he'll prank his flatmate, but he won't, you know, wash a dish. Mm. <laughs> Sean goes to leave, and Ed says, I'm sorry, Sean. Um, and then he stops and he's like, no, I'm sorry. It's like an on- ongoing joke the two of them have when you silent fart, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Again, just that immaturity. Yeah. And then the smell hit, smell hit Sean, and he's like, oh, good God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Because it's like that moment of just like the emotional, like you think he's actually being genuine and that no. Yeah, no, he just farted and he's, that's what he's sorry. He had hope. Yeah. (laughs) And he says, you know, I'll stop doing him when you stop laughing, Mm. is what he says. Uh, Sean leaves laughing um, while telling Ed to pick up the ringing phone. Uh, Sean shuts the door just as the answering machine kicks in and it's Liz reminding Sean to, uh, sorry, asking him to book the table for their date. Basically reminding him, oh, can you book the table for for six instead of seven or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And, like, almost I don't feel like that was his fault because he went to work and he didn't get the message. But he didn't book a table at all. Yeah. Well, I mean... It's not like he booked it at the wrong time. Yeah. Well, I, He just okay. didn't book it at all. <laughs> I guess I thought that he did. I thought it was implying that he already did book it. N- no. He just had to change it and he didn't. I don't think he booked it at all. Ugh. Yeah. Well, that's another yikes then. I thought it was literally just that he forgot to change it for her, and then she was like, well, I can't be there for that time. But that would have been an understandable yeah, that's mistake. Yeah, that's why I kind of felt for him at the time, because I was like, you didn't mean it. <laughs> but no, I think he just didn't book it at all, mm. and that's, yeah. So Sean leaves. Um, and that's totally different. <laughs> yeah. He gets hit by a football from one of the neighbor's kids. Uh, he gives change to a homeless man. He goes to the the off-license, goes to the little... What do they call it in England? I can't remember. It's a dairy here. Co-op? Co-op. I mean, that's, that's what it used to be on the corner for me was a co-op. I don't know if it's mm. still as popular. The jogger goes past. He goes to the fridge. He grabs a Coke and a paper. He leaves money on the table for the, for the, um, for the co-op owner. And then while heading to work... He sees a woman collapse in the street, just in a bus stop, as the bu- as his bus goes past. Um, <laughs> at Sean's work, he's like, okay, so uh, the manager and the, the second in charge manager are both ill, so I'm in charge today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's basically like, I love that his entire workforce are like 16-year-old kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they're those kind of kids that are just there because they like want the money and yeah. they, they do not care <laughs> yeah absolutely zero fucks are given yeah and like, I love that when can I leave every single one of them is chewing gum yeah it's so funny <laughs> it's just like something about school kids in the UK like you know not to generalise them 
but there are plenty of them that are just absolutely foul-faced. <laughs> they just look at you like you have kicked their dog. Yeah. Permanently. And this is what all of them look at Sean yeah, like while he's doing this like, doing this morning meeting or whatever it is. Why are you even talking to me? <laughs> and I love him trying to give the pep talk as well, because he's like, you know, there is no I in team, but there is an I in meat pie. And the anagram of meat is team. I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, he tries. He stumbles through, like, an emotion, not an emotional, uh, a, like, pep talk. It's yeah. so funny. Like, he's trying to be, like, you know, he's trying to give them what he has, but he really doesn't have that much to give. So no. Like, he, has, he has nothing to give. He's not. He's and these not kids don't care. <laughs> they do not give a shit. Yeah, and they know that he doesn't really either, so no. they're not going to take him seriously. No, so it's He that... just wants to get out of here, too. Yeah. Yeah, he just got stuck here yeah. at some point. Yeah. Maybe he worked here as a teenager and then just never left. Well, he's sure as hell not enjoying his, you know, time there. He's kind of just, like, anxious about everything else going on. Yeah. Yeah, he's just sort of going through the motions. Yeah, he's busy thinking about what he has to do for yeah. the rest of the day. Not, never mind, like, the fact that his two managers aren't there. He's just like, oh, i got to remember to do this and that and not mm. even thinking about his job. And then while showing some customers a TV, he gets a visit from his, his dad. Oh, no, wait, wait, stepdad. Mm. He's very specific about that. Yes, very. He's, he's very particular because he doesn't want any of that familial nonsense with someone who's not his real dad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, your dad's here. He's not my dad. Yeah. yeah. He's my stepdad. Stepdad. Which is played by the amazing Bill Nye. Love him in movies. Bill Nye Every is just... Every time he knocks it out of the park. And how does he... He's, like, so good at, like, dramatic roles and then so good at, like, comedic roles as well. He's just such a good grumpy dad character. Yes, always. He's so good. Like, he did it so well in, um... What was that? Um, In Time, was it? Or about about time, about time. I think it was mm. um, that one where um, the family, like the line of men in the family, can time travel. Oh, time traveler's wife? No, is it that one? Maybe I think, I think it was about time. The one where like they get married and he like goes back like constantly until his kid's born and he can't come back and like his dad could do it before him. Oh, That's I don't kind think of I've just, seen like, this. A trait in the family. This sounds like an interesting film. I might have to look this up. Oh, Most okay. people will probably know him from Pirates of the Caribbean, probably. Oh yeah, true. He's, I kind of didn't remember that because of all the yeah. He's the he's he's Davy Jones. <laughs> he's he's octopus face all over his face. Octopus, yeah. <laughs> kind of covers up the building. And that's that, and that's a pretty yeah. And that's a pretty serious role. But he's he's so good on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. He his uh, stepdad's there to remind him that he's he's due his bi monthly visit to his mother. Oh yes. Yes, and, quite particular. And don't forget the flowers you forgot to bring on Mother's Day. So you get this idea that, like, Sean has, like, issues with commitment, maybe? Or yeah, yeah. he's just spaced out in his life? Like, he's not really paying attention to anything going on? I feel like he definitely has some issues showing how he feels. Mm. I think it's I think it's less commitment and more, like, showing he values people. He kind right. of just takes for granted that he's, like, he's with... His girlfriend. He takes that for, for, for granted. granted. It's just like, oh, we'll just go to the pub for our anniversary. It's fine. You know, like, because he doesn't see anything wrong with it. So why should she? Yeah. And then seeing his mom, it's like, oh, well, she knows I love her. Yeah, I'll, I feel like it's I'll quite, see her every other month. It's quite like a, you know, just a He's, an ignorance, really. That's kind of like... Yeah, eh, not whatever. an appreciation of what he has. And... and he would definitely appreciate it more if he felt like it wasn't a requirement, I think. I think he does feel mm. like people remind him things, and that kind of makes him resent. rebel against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does feel that, like that. That is a very like con thing as well to just go. I'm expected to do all of these things, but I don't really want to. Yeah, 
And then we get our, our ongoing uh, joke of, you've got red on you. Mm, mm. This is the first time we hear it because uh, a red pen in <laughs> Sean's pocket has leaked into his shirt. And yeah. Bill Nye, with the... I don't know how he does it and how it's so funny. Yeah. But he just points and he's like, you've got red on you. And then walks it's out so of the store. British. And I don't know why it's <laughs> so funny, but it is. Yeah, it's just the the way that like the sentence is structured is just, you've got red on you. As mm. like, No one in this country would say, you've got red on you. They'd be like, oh, your pen leaked. Yeah, your pen leaked or something it's, like it's that. It's just the, the, the caveman talk of like, you've got red on you. Yeah. Like, what? So <laughs> I just love and that. I, I love this entire conversation because like, the the interaction between stepdad and sorry Philip Philip's his name right the dad yeah, I think stepdad so. Philip and Sean so. is like he comes off so gruff and harsh mm. until Sean like says yep 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 to everything and then he sort of shakes his head and it's like he remembers to be nice mm. so there's that nice little light heartedness to that to the end of that conversation before he's like all right oh, okay yep we'll see you on sunday then uh, yeah. and you've got red on you and then leaves <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we learn about this later but the sort of like sternness mixed with trying to be the dad that he needs yeah well it, it's definitely like a a feeling of not being enough because he knows that he's not his real dad and he knows that he's obviously aware of the... Yeah, because kind of Sean like, refuses to even call him dad. Yeah, yeah, and then so he's just kind of like stuck between wanting to treat him like a son and not feeling like he can at the same time, so he's still got that like kind reminder of like, you've got red on you. Mm. It's really, <laughs> it's pl- it's nice. He's a, he's a big softy on the inside and it's... Mm. Well... So we, we move on from that and we see one of, um, I think the guy's name is Noel. One of, one of Sean's workers mm, comes well, over and, and kids. yeah, cause during, <laughs> during the briefing earlier when, when Sean tried to give his inspirational speech, one of them was like, takes a phone call halfway through it and then yeah. loudly texts. The audacity <laughs> of this bitch. <laughs> and he says like, it's not a social gathering. Yeah. And then this kid comes over and he was like, why are you allowed to speak to your dad if it's not a social gathering? And then Sean's just like, Listen, I don't find it difficult to keep my personal life and my professional life separate. And then a phone pops into pops yeah. into frame. It's just like Liz for you, Sean. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Just completely undermined that entire moment for him. Yeah, he's just trying to be like, and like this kid's like the manager staring him in the eyes <laughs> while he's taking this phone call. So he's not actually listening to anything Liz is saying because yeah. Liz is like, okay, so you put the table for yeah, seven instead of eight. You got my message. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep, absolutely, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he up the phone he's like Liz from head office nothing to worry about yeah and it's like he's he's totally gotten that like Ed him, him and Ed have the same thing where they'll just yep through a scenario instead of not, actually listening not listen yeah just cause they're getting to the end they're like getting it over with yeah it's so good it's so so good and I love like just the hand and the phone popping yeah. into into frame I love that choreography so damn good setting up the shot just to have it like yeah, pop right in. <laughs> Liz for you, Sean. Just right when he doesn't need that. Yeah. We cut now to Sean in a in a flower shop. He's buying the flowers for his mum, ready for the for the visit. I love the lady in the shop as well. It took me ages to figure out what she was saying at first. Because she's like, um, you know, what card do you want with it? Mm. You know, it's like, oh, well, it's for Mother's Day. And he's like, okay, which one? Was it... Um, Happy Mother's Day or, or something like that. Or pow, super mum. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, mm, the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as he looks out the window, he sees a man in the park trying to catch pigeons. 
Um, Just as you do. Yeah. We, we cut away and cut back, and the man's caught one and is, like, raising it to his mouth as a bus goes past. And when the bus is fully passed, the man's disappeared. Yeah. So the zombie outbreak is probably already happening at this point. Oh, yeah. And, and because, obviously, we hear that um, his manager and manager's manager are sick. Are sick, so yeah. There's, there's a pretty heavy illusion that they've gotten... Yeah, it's it started. Well. Yeah. What, yeah, whatever's going to happen has already started. Yeah, it's just popping up. Yeah, and like, just I, I love the whole like thing of him just forgetting about that guy with the pigeon immediately yeah. because he's got stuff to do. He's I mean, like, it's London. Ugh. People do crazy shit. Strange guy with a pigeon. He's gone now. Yeah, <laughs> none of my business. On the bus ride home, everyone around him seems to be like coughing or sniveling. Everyone looks really sickly. Yeah, I was like, is this just like how sallow people... cheeks? Yeah, just kind of like dead eyes. Yeah, and I was like, is this just how people? people look normally is this what it's like to ride the bus it's just the commute like yeah. uh, we see a traffic jam on the street as he's walking uh, the street back home and he bumps into an old friend of his Yvonne um, you know they have a quick chat about you know how's life going and everything like that as an ambulance blares past in the background mm-hmm. and you know Yvonne's just bought a house you know Sean's still together with Liz and everything like that. they have a quick catch up and then you know she's like oh great I'm glad somebody made it and then they part ways and One Sean heads home grown up catch ups yeah like, where it's like 30 seconds you don't know what to say really but you're kind of like yeah life's life yeah it's like oh cool and they always cool. have a cooler thing to say than yeah. they do it's like alright yeah cause she's like oh I just bought my house and he's like bought <laughs> um, in this economy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he he's reminded. Yes, that's right. Because Yvonne mentions, you know, uh, how long have you and Liz been together? And he's like, oh, you know, three years or whatever it was. Mm. And he's like, oh, nice. Did you do anything special for your anniversary? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> She just leaves it. The scene just cuts there as he's like, forgot to book the table. (laughs) (laughs) And we cut immediately at at home where Sean is uh, frantically dialing to try and try and get a booking for a table at the restaurant that does the fish. I think is all that we had about it earlier. (laughs) You know, I'll I'll book a place, you know, that nice place that does the fish. Um, (laughs) Like, you know, I feel like it's such a a men thing to do. Oh, really? Like, it's not, it's not obviously not all of the men ever, mm. but a lot of men, I feel like, will remember one standout thing about a restaurant and go, oh, I like that, I'll go there. You know, it's, uh, yeah. not, it's not really about the round experience a lot of the time. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, the restaurant with the fish. I remember that. Yeah, let's go there. It's, it's less sentimental and it's more, oh, I'll do. <laughs> uh, so, unfortunately... He does not manage to get his booking. I love that he's no. just like, any chance I can get a table at, like, a table for two at seven? He's like, oh no, sorry, we're all booked out. And he hangs up the phone and like, like tries to break it and then like bites it in frustration. Yeah. He's like, oh! oh God. <laughs> it's like, I have been there. You know, when, I have you're, been there. when you're so frustrated that you just sort of like, you need to like primal it. <laughs> I actually did that as a child once. I was so mad at a video game. I couldn't, I couldn't do it because it was, it was the hardest one of the series I played. It was a Ratchet and Clank game. Oh, yeah. It was it was Gladiator, so it was solo, no Clank. Which, oh yeah, uh, is a real big hit. Yeah. <laughs> so. And you got was, so you got so much you bit your controller. I was so mad because I could not do the level. I bit my controller, and there were visible bite marks. In oh, that's amazing. I uh, love that. Was, that was the most primal rage I've ever had. And ever since then, it's been kind of smooth. It's like, okay, when I get angry, I'm just going to put the controller down. Yeah, I, I cannot afford to buy another one of these. I am literally eight. Yeah, controllers now are like $120 as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. like, I'm just like, when I get mad at a game, I just 
I just quit the game. Yep. Because I don't want to. I don't want to break a hundred and twenty dollar <laughs> controller. Thank you. Just no. Take a breath. <laughs> yeah. Take a deep breath. Quit the game and play something that is not going to like boil my blood. <laughs> um, I love this. So immediately after biting the phone, the phone rings mm. and it's Liz saying, "You know, okay, we we all good to go tonight." And he's like, "Oh yeah, babe. There's been a mix up with the tables." And she's like, "You didn't book it, did you?" <laughs> and he's like. No. She knows. Immediately with the hesitation, she's like, yeah, he didn't do it. Probably already thought he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Out of habit. And she had her suspicions pruned. Yes. So, it, you know, she asks, so what are we going to do then? And turns around to Ed, who makes a W, you know, go to the Winchester. He's like, the Winchester? And then yeah. the, the phone just hangs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> no, the hell we are not. <laughs> yes. So Sean basically has to head over to our apartment to apologize. Yes. Beg for forgiveness. Yeah, he tries to he tries to get in, but um, David and... Uh, basically David. I say David and Di. Di's there, but she's not really yeah, doing... Yeah, she's kind of just... She's watching passively watching. Yes. David won't let her let him into the apartment. Yes. And he's like, what do you want me to do? Climb up the wall? Because I will. <laughs> and then there's like a pause. And you just hear some scuffling and then... Uh, <laughs> and then the, the intercom buzzes again. He's like, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least the man's dedicated when he tries to be. Yes. You know, he, he almost climbed a wall. Yeah, he was going to climb a wall to come to and talk to her. beg forgiveness. Yes. <laughs> He's like, please. I will scale the wall of your apartment to get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So we, we cut now to Sean and Liz arguing. Um, and I love this. I love this so much. Um, Liz is saying, what, you hang out with my friends, a failed actress and a twat. And then Sean says, that's not fair. I did not call Diane a failed actress. Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing about calling David a twat. He definitely has. <laughs> because it's a very English thing to do. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that David's a twat. So. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's definitely just a, hey, they knew each other since high school. Stick with it. Yeah. Literally yeah. just a... And we oh. definitely know that... I don't think Sean and Sean and David and Di knew each other from high school, but I mm. think David and Di knew Liz from high school. Yeah. It's, and then it's Sean and Ed and friend. Pete knew each other from high school. Mutual friends situation yeah. of, like, two groups together. Yeah, and then they become one big social group because they're both from different sides of the relationship and then become one thing. Yeah. Even though they don't really like each other at all. It's kind of just a... No. Coincidental circumstance. Well, we know... We we learn later that David stays around because he's in love with Liz. Yeah, unresolved feelings. Which and is Di, Di, Di is dating David, mm-hmm. so that's why she's around. Yeah. And Ed never grows up, so is still around Sean. So that's why this social group. And Pete isn't really part of that social group. Yeah. 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 Pete's kind of just like got his own life. Yeah, he's he got was, his own life. He he's want grown to up. Tied down. Yeah, he's grown up and he's moved on. Yeah. Um, we learn that Sean has a history of breaking promises. So Liz breaks up with uh, with him. Um, Sean insin- insinuates that David is in love with Liz. That's right. Like, they break up. He's about to leave. And David makes some snide comment. I think it's something like, I, I guess that means your nine lives are up or something like that. And he's like, get fucked, four eyes. <laughs> Why don't you date her if you're so in love with her then? Yeah. And it, it really startles him. He's like, I, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. I love the... 
I just love the the childish, like always with the. If, if you like them, why don't you marry them? Yeah, and the, and the get fucked four eyes yeah. is very funny, straight out of the game. And I love, love uh, Diane's little side eyes as well because she's standing there. She's there. Yeah, she's like really right she, in front of me. She knows. <laughs> she definitely knows that David is in love with Liz. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. She's just kind of keeping quiet because she wants to keep what she has. Yeah. Yeah, because she is in love with David. Yeah. I don't know why, because he's a twat. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, Sean... Well, that's just how it is with some people. <laughs> yeah. Sean tries one last time to make it up to Liz. He gives her the flowers, which are meant for his mum, obviously. Yep. And uh, she can tell. Yeah. She's she's like... hard on it. <laughs> yeah. For, to an amazing mum. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was a... Uh, you know, because of what we said the other week. And he's like... She's like... These are for your mum, aren't they? <laughs> and he's like, um, yeah. <laughs> I just always love the lines that are like, this is this, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's always the same, like, phrasing of like... And the like, same sort of monotone yeah. as well. Like, I know. I'm asking you, but I know. <laughs> yeah, I know what it is. And you know what it You're is. You're pathetic. <laughs> um, but this doesn't work. She gives him back the flowers. And next thing we, sh- we see is Sean standing in the rain yeah. as the apartment Classic. door closes. Classic trope. So it's now sad. raining. Just yeah. to make it extra sad. Yeah. And it is. It's pretty sad. Mm. Um, and she, she's basically... Yeah, she's, she's called the breakup final. Because she wants her life to go anywhere. She wants her life to go somewhere, sorry. Yeah, and yeah. she feels like if she stays with Sean, she's gonna, what did she say? I'm, we're gonna end up in the, in the Winchester every night drinking themselves to death. Like these sad old fuckers wondering what the hell happened. I think was the line. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, Some harsh browns get so Sean, up here, damn. Yeah, so Sean leaves in the rain. He heads to the Winchester, throwing the flowers in the bin outside as he goes. Mm. Just out of frustration, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not going to give them to his mum now. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's too sad. Well, it's that, and they've been rained all over. I think he was just whatever. Yeah. Yeah, rid of him. And he doesn't want to carry them around. He wants to go get pissed. Yeah. 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 There's a couple making outside the pub uh, as he heads in as well. Ed tries to console Sean in the Winchester. <laughs> I love this. He's trying to give like, you know, fuck her. You know, you don't need her. <laughs> Let's get drunk and all this stuff. And then the jukebox starts playing If You Leave Me Now. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> if was you great. leave me now. And Sean just starts crying. And he's and Ed turns around and is like, who the hell put this on? <laughs> and Sean's just like, it's on random. <laughs> it's even more heartbreaking. Yeah. I the like universe is telling thing. you to be sad. That same thing happened to me when I got upset as a kid. And like I was hanging out with one of my friends at my house. And something, I don't know what it was, but something upset me. And right. And we were on our way to like drop off my friend back home. And my, my dad turned on the radio and it was Big Girls Don't Cry. <laughs> and I was like in the back of the car, like crying. And I'm just like, this is Big ironic. Girls Don't Cry. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I was like, I kind of have to stop crying now. This is going to be awkward. Yeah. No one knows. <laughs> so the pub closes, but because Ed and Ed and um, Sean are quite regulars, they're they're quite close with John, the pub owner. They get another round in as the pub's closed. Mm. Um, the pub shut for the night while Ed and Sean have a couple more drinks, as well as the other regulars. You see the other like 
drunks basically yeah the other the other sad the, uh, <laughs> the other sad old fuckers as as Liz the put it the mentioned sad, sad old fuckers, fuckers. <laughs> and I love and I quote yes and I quote sad old fuckers but I love Ed going that's a bit harsh these are fascinating people and he yeah. starts telling stories about him he's like that guy's a pimp and you know she used to be a porn star uh, what's he call it a cocosidal maniac oh <laughs> and I was just like best <laughs> oh, that's so good. It's so immature as well. Because <laughs> he's like, what about her? Cockcidal maniac. <laughs> uh, my God. It's such an Ed thing to say as well. Just, uh, just no hesitation. So I love this because I don't... I, this, I didn't uh, realize this until I read it on like a Facebook post or something like that. Uh, so Ed tells them what their plan is going to be for the next day, you know, we're just going to keep on drinking. We'll have a Bloody Mary first thing, have a bite of the king's head, have a couple of shots of the little princess, stagger back here, bang, back at the bar for shots. This is the entire plot of the movie laid wow. out in a paragraph. Wow. I don't did know you, how to feel about did that. Did you notice I didn't this? didn't notice that. I did I not notice that. A and bunch of all of the little things that are like repeated over the course of the movie. Like you've got red on you. And and, yeah. And, and all of the, the little... The, the little, little nods and stuff. Nods, yeah. That but come back later. That I didn't pick but up. But this, yeah, he, he labels the entire plot of the movie. And I'll try and remember to point them out as we go. Wow. But yeah, this, he, when he says, when he's labeling all these drinks, yeah. or, or what they're going to do the next day to, you know, make him feel better about Liz, they all happen just in a different way. Wow. <laughs> because the, the Bloody Mary first thing is, uh, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. I'll point it out as we go because it's so clever. Wow. And when I found out this, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Because it's such a throwaway, you know, try and cheer up your mate kind of yeah. line. Well, it just feels like kind of the dead moment, really, that's like, well, he's just doing the, you know, comforting the main character thing. Yeah, and he's just sort of like, you know what, we'll, we'll get pissed tomorrow. It doesn't usually mean anything. It's usually yeah. just kind of the fun little bit where, you know. And you're like, you're like, oh, but it's a zombie apocalypse tomorrow. Yeah. You're not going to have this. Mm -hmm. But they've cleverly laid out the entire plot in that sentence. Wow. Oh, it's so good. So Ed tries to convince him that um, the people left at the bar are interesting people. That's right. He gives a backstory for each of them, including John the barman, who he thinks is like ex-mafia. His wife is a trophy wife or something like that. And he says that um, the rifle above the bar definitely works. Mm. And Sean's like, no, it would have been deactivated or whatever like that because mm. you're not allowed a live gun. Yeah, above people's heads. I yes. feel like that's a bit of a... That's a safety hazard and just general... A violation. <laughs> yeah, you kind of need a license and stuff like that and you're not allowed to have it loaded and all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's... Yeah. And, you know, Ed's trying to comfort him and he's like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Oh. <laughs> in any movie and you're like don't say it don't. oh, oh said he it. said it well, and just as he says it a, a hand bangs on the pub door mm -hmm. and um, they just assume it's a drunk trying to get in and um, and oh god what's his name the the bar owner John John the bar opener you know calls out and he says oh, sorry we're closed mm -hmm. and they I don't know wander off or whatever like that so fair enough um, they head out um, Sean and Ed now completely smashed Sean's got his tie tied around his around his forehead, <laughs> which is such a like a frat boy thing to do. Yes, it is. So you can tell he's just like an overgrown kid still. 
and they're just kind of wearing it. They're stumbling around the streets, like singing and stuff like that. And they yeah. they turn around to see the couple make it, still making out of the mm. pub, and and they make a joke and, and they're like, in. yeah, yeah, and they're just like, what's the matter, love? Have an edge of tea, and then they turn around and the guy's head falls off. Yeah, and it was like, oh, she was eating him. Uh, whoops, <laughs> whoopsie. They sing in the street. <laughs> And they try and get a stranger who's walking like 20, 30 meters away down a different street to join in. Mm. And it's just zombie moans. But it it's sort of, it works with the song they're Yeah, doing. so they just completely don't get it. They don't get it. They're like... And they're like, oh, he's completely off key. Yeah, Chewbacca. So they head home, continue drinking and DJing. Mm-hmm. Sean has got his record player and he's doing the DJ thing. Pete storms in and throws the record out the window because it's 3 a.m. in the fucking morning. I'm surprised they got that far. I'm surprised yeah. Pete, like, the moment he heard some shit going on, he wasn't just like, right out. Yeah. <laughs> he throws it out the window, yells at them because, you know, he has to go to work in like four hours because every fucker in his, in his department's sick. Yep. Um... And he isn't. He himself says he isn't feeling very well. Yeah. And Ed calls calls him a prick, and the two of them nearly have a full on pipe uh, punch up. And Ed, uh, sorry, Pete yells at him, and he says, "You know, if you want to live like a fucking animal, then go live in the shed, you thick fuck." <laughs> and you're just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> it's <laughs> Jade is doing the Pikachu that, face. <laughs> that, that, but also I just realised. Yes, the callback. At yes. the end of the... It's <laughs> another... I swear, every line in this movie comes back this later. The curse of prophecy in this entire yes. film. Yes. If you oh want to live God. like an animal, go live in the fucking shed. And then... And then that's how the movie ends. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> they comment on the bandage wrapped around Pete. I didn't even Pete's... realize that until now. I know. Sorry, sorry. Isn't it good? <laughs> this movie gets cleverer the more you, like, oh, read God. into it. Huh? And it's, it feels like it should be, like, a $2 shop you know well, it feels like a B movie comedy movie B-side yeah it's like you know you pick it up for two bucks you watch it from yeah the, from the video shop you're just like you know when we had video shops and we're like act- oh that one looks it's funny. actually so well written and so clever and ah oh. just the craftsmanship yeah but they, they mention a bandage wrapped around pete's hand he says he got mugged and one of the muggers bit him mm. and then he heads off to bed and he screams that the front door was left open again <laughs> i love the way he says it yeah yeah, because I've been in that sort of movie. Uh, movie. I've been in that sort You've of been in a movie. I have actually been in a movie, but that. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, no, he's been in that sort of. I've been in that sort of mood. We yeah. just like again. <laughs> yeah, not going to tell you again, but I guess I will. <laughs> yeah, Sean stumbles into the kitchen, listens to his messages, including Liz's message that said, "Can you book the table for seven instead Which of eight? Just <laughs> breaks him even more and he's like never mind this <laughs> yeah as well as a message from his mum saying that she's very excited to see him tomorrow will he be bringing Liz this time and you know yeah it's just does she need anything nails special for in lunch the coffin. nails in the coffin his, I love his mum as well his mum is, is so adorably sweet. British as well and she's just like does, does Liz, Liz need anything special for lunch because I know nowadays a lot of people don't eat meat yeah yeah <laughs> Just the, the slightly misguided, but, but also adorably innocent. Yes, but while the, while the messages are playing, he writes himself. While the messages are playing, he writes himself a note on the fridge. Um, he falls back and wakes up the next morning, sort of drooling on his shirt. So he basically just passed out. Yeah. Um, 
He looks up at the whiteboard for where his note is, and it says, Go around, mums. Get Liz back. Sort out life. Simple enough. Goals. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Life goals. But it was that easy. Yeah, I wish that was just a checkboxing where you go, Yep, sorted out my life. Yep, life done. Keep going. Uh, Ed, sorry, um, Sean stumbles into the lounge where Ed is passed out on the couch. I'm I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a bedroom. I think, I think he just he lives there. in the lounge. Yeah. And he's like... Well, it's more convenient for him, really, because he just, he just sits up, up and, and then plays PlayStation. Yeah. Ideal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean stumbles in. He's like, do you want anything from the shop? <laughs> Cornetto. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. Cornetto. Cornetto for breakfast. Cornetto. Oh, yeah. This this trilogy, by the way, is called the Blood and Ice Cream Trilogy, if you didn't know. Oh, really? Because there's Cornettos in all of them. Oh, wow. And obviously lots of blood. Mm, mm, oh. So, Sean of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End are called the Blood and Ice Cream Trilogy. That is very yeah. apt. Yes. I like that. I know, because when I went to see uh, World's End, like, I was just, I was sat there with friends and we were looking for the Cornetto. <laughs> Show us the Cornetto. <laughs> Yo, the Cornetto Reveal must it. be here somewhere. Reveal and it's like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't get revealed until, like, the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. But yeah, he, he, uh, Ed asks for a Cornetto. So Sean does his morning routine. Now he goes outside and... The kid who kicked him yesterday with a football is now stumbling around as a zombie. Yep. The man that he previously gave change to the morning before is also a zombie and his dog's missing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the man running past the jogger that was there yesterday is now running terrified for his life past him. <laughs> and Sean is just not paying attention to any He's of it. He's just hung over out of his mind, like, probably pounding headache. And he, he does... He, he zombies through life. Yeah, well, he, he this passes is his as morning... a zombie. Yeah. None of them realize that he's not one of them because he's just zombie walking through town. Yeah, because this is just what you do in the morning. You know, you get up, you don't need to pay attention to any. You're on automatic. Mm-hmm. So you go, he goes to the off-license, he goes to the, the, the co-op or whatever, and goes to get his can of Coke and a Cornetto for Ed. Love the fact that he slipped in blood as he yeah. was heading to... Get his coke and didn't notice. He's like walking through and goes, <laughs> yeah. And there's even like a little splat noise. But that's like the one thing you do when you fall over is you look at what you fell over on, and, and he just like doesn't give a shit. Like what do you think? And like, he even he opens the fridge to grab his coke and there's bloody handprints on I the know. glass of the fridge. It's so funny. Go get your eyes checked, Jesus. <laughs> No self-preservation instinct. Yeah. Off it's, the bat. It's just the zombie way he lives his life. Yeah. Mixed with now a zombie apocalypse. Just cannot be asked looking around him for any context clues. Yeah. Um, subtle change, though. He's now drinking Diet Coke. Yeah. So, you know, he's trying to make the changes that Liz wanted. Yeah. Because she mentions, you know... you know, It's you... kind of the subconscious, like, eh, but I guess I better... Be yeah, you know, if morning. I ever want to win Liz back, I need to start making changes. Yeah, and the change. first change is just a Diet Coke instead of a regular Coke. Admirable attempt yeah. at a morning, a morning change, because the morning is the worst time to decide on changing your habits. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he heads home with his Cornetto and he's like he's yelling out to the co-op owner because he's like 5p short and he's like oh I owe you about 5p and the the guy with zombie zombie version of the co-op owner or whatever stumbles past (laughs) in the background (laughs) but he heads home completely ignoring the carnage while he's opening his coke there's like rubble and just there's rubble there's like people people, yeah dead people like in doorways and stuff that he's walking past and he just doesn't notice (laughs) there's like (laughs) 
like, screaming. What was and... he drinking last night? Because give me some of that. <laughs> Next thing we see, he plops down in his couch and he's sort of channel surfing, looking for something to watch. Mm-hmm. And I love this. This is amazing. All the channels he switches through make the sentences of the zombie apocalypse. Infuriating because it's like telling him. Yes. It could not be more obvious. It's like, it, oi. It's, it's like the first one is like, people are calling it D-Day. There's, and then clicks and it's like a music video. There's panic on the streets <laughs> of London. <laughs> And then click uh, as a as reports of click to a football game serious attacks and then he clicks it again on people who are literally and then clicks again it's like a nature documentary being eaten alive oh, and I'm like this is amazing I just love that way of just sewing things together so yeah good. it's literally just flicking through channels and between like twelve different channels you get the complete sense of like you know you know they're calling it D Day there's panic on the streets of London you know there's been serious <laughs> Attacks on, yeah, serious attacks on people who are being eaten alive, but it's told through like twelve different channels. And like he, <sighs> it's it's so funny because he stops for a moment and like a couple of times as well. And you think, is he going to listen to the the, the TV? This yeah, time? is he, actually, he clicks it again? Yeah, he like, clicks it again. No. Like, oh, no, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> you would have understood. But he watch. starts le- he starts leaning in. He's like, oh, and then Ed's just like, there's a girl in the garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it, and he's I like, feel like it should have been more obvious that something was wrong because Ed was looking out the window. Yeah, and he's like, not like playing his game. I love it as well. He's like, he's like, what? And Ed comes out from behind the curtain. He's yeah. like, there is a girl in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> what more can you say? Yeah. So they go, go out to um, investigate. Mm-hmm. They try and get her attention. They're like, in the most British way as well. Excuse me. Excuse me. Ma'am, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Ed throws, a, Ed throws a stone on her shoulder to get her attention. Mm-hmm. She turns and wobbles towards them, and they assume that she's drunk. Yeah. That she's at... Because, like, she was someone who wasn't like... Ugh. And they're like, oh, my God. She's so drunk. Yeah. And you, just every <laughs> it's the little pause where you're like, click. The you, fake you, out you, every single yeah. time. You think they're going to get it, and then nope. <laughs> they think she's drunk. She goes for Sean. Yeah. Um, she, like, tackles him or something like that, and they mm. fall onto the ground, and she's clearly trying to bite him, but he's he's got, a, like, his hand around her jaw to stop her, but she's, like, trying to lean in. He thinks that she's trying to kiss him. Yeah, yeah. And Ed runs inside, gets a, gets a throwaway camera, one of those, you know, you take 12 and then take it to the chemist to get it processed, mm. comes over, snaps a picture of them together. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They get her off and realize there's something wrong with her eyes. Yeah. This is a little dead. Yeah. Yeah. Sean warns her. He's like, listen, you need to, you need to back off. All right. You do. And she just keeps coming for him. So she, he shoves her. She trips and impales herself. Yep. On the, what do you call it? It's like for the, um, for the washing line. Yeah, um... It's where you'd put the pole for your washing line, but it's just the cement block with the... Like a, like a yard peg or something. Yeah, with the little, with the little pipe sticking out. Mm-hmm. And she falls on that and impales her right through the stomach. And that was the first gore moment of the film, where you're kind of like, oh, yeah, here I we forgot, go. <laughs> I forgot how gory this movie was, and I was like, is Jade okay with gore? Oh, believe me, <laughs> I, I was definitely watching some of the things towards the end of the film where I was like... I like, don't feel hungry anymore. I was going to yeah. eat some lunch, and I kind of think my lunch will not stay in. You're like, eat. maybe not. <laughs> and this is our first thing that Ed talked about, because the the woman's name tag is Mary. Mary. So this is a Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, first thing. First thing, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> because she gets pushed over on the thing, gets impaled, and there's now <laughs> Ed and Sean watched stunned as she lifts herself off of the pole thing. Yep. And it's so gross because you can hear the yeah. squelching as she stands yeah. up. And she stands up and you can see Sean and Ed through the hole in yeah. her back. A little green screen hole. <laughs> and Ed starts rolling the, di- the, the, the throwaway camera to the next because you have to roll the film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just hear... And then Sean slaps it out of his hand. <laughs> He's like, Ed, not no. The time. Not the time. They turn to go back inside, but see a second zombie, a very large, like six foot, well-built man. Yeah. So they, they head inside. Tank of a zombie. Tank of a zombie. So they head inside. Uh, we cut to Sean trying to call emergency so- services, but he can't get through. <laughs> I love it. He's just like, what about an ambulance? What about a fire truck? And he's like, it's all one number, Ed. <laughs> Besides, what do you want a fire truck for? And he's like, anything with flashing lights, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just anything at this point, please. <laughs> and I, this is one of my favorite moments. I, I know I've said favorite moments so many times, and I'm going to say... You just love it. this movie, don't you? I just love this movie. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Valid, then. Because he... Your t- favorites. Go. <laughs> he Sean, go, Sean goes to Eddie's just like, are the zombies still... Are, are they still there? And Ed, Ed goes calmly... Lifts up the curtain. Two zombies <laughs> at the window going, <laughs> slowly closes the curtain, walks back over and goes, yep. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, it's so fucking good. Like, what a gormless guy. Just like, yep. Yeah. He's like, yep. <laughs> and they don't know what to do. And they're like, what do we do? And he's like, have a sit down. <laughs> I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Um, so as they sat down on the couch watching the news, I presume, I think it's the news. Yeah, so yeah, it is. It's a news like report on the zombie they, apocalypse. They finally decided to listen. <laughs> and they actually got like a famous BBC news presenter wow. to do it. Oh, good. To do this report thing. Authentic. In the background, I don't know if you noticed, but you can see someone stumbling in through the front door while they're watching the TV. Ah. Through the unlocked door. Yes, notoriously unlocked door. Yes, which has, has been called relevant. out. <laughs> yes, it's get it's been called out twice before now. It has the not door, saved you. <laughs> yes, the door has not been closed or locked properly. Um, uh. They yes, uh, you know, make sure all doors and windows are locked. The news report says, <laughs> and they turn they turn to the side, and there's just a one armed zombie in there the room is. with them, and they're like, oh, he's only got one arm. <laughs> As if that's the biggest concern. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, you're seconds from death and you're focusing on the amputee here. Also, you see this guy earlier in the movie. Oh, really? Is he the, um, the homeless guy? Nope. No, he's wearing like, um, he's, it looks like he's part of a bridal party of some sort. Oh. The first time we see Sean go to the co-op to get his coke, he's in the background buying painkillers. Oh, so he's already been bitten. Yeah, possibly. Wow. And then he's come back now as a full-on zombie yeah. and attack them. Oh, gosh. Wow. Um, so they... <laughs> I love the little panicked, like... I don't know how Simon Pegg does it. Sean, like, he goes... <laughs> like, he doesn't know what to do. Throws his arms and legs up on the couch or whatever. Yeah. And then they stumble up and they start throwing things at the zombie. And Ed eventually manages to take it down by smashing an ashtray on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, while Sean... <laughs> Like, there's this big kerfuffle and it smashes it and everything like that. And they're both sort of screaming and Sean goes, Oh, I'll go lock the door. (laughs) (laughs) We we learn from the news that um, they need to remove the head or destroy the brain. Mm. Um, As this news report ends, the glass from the, the back door starts breaking. 
So Ed and Sean head outside with a basket full of stuff to throw at the zombies. Yeah. And it's all like... like One of those venues you go to to just break stuff. Yeah. It's literally like (laughs) mugs and like one of those little wooden mug holder things that you put in your kitchen and like... Glass and everything. It's nothing that's going to do any kind of damage. Just anything. I'm pretty sure there's like a kitchen roll in there. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, what? Okay. (laughs) You tried. They ran out of stuff. Um, Sean even throwing the basket. (laughs) Yep. And I love the noises as well. Whenever they're throwing it, it goes whoosh, whoosh. (laughs) It's, it's very good. Yeah. Um, and then Ed notices the vinyl record that Pete threw out the night before. He picks it up and fucking flings it like a frisbee and yeah. it actually smashes into the the larger zombie and a piece of it gets stuck in its eye. So they're like, ah, okay, yes. this could work. <laughs> so it actually does some shatter damage. Which I'm actually surprised about because I wouldn't have thought it would have worked like that because surely it would just bounce straight off your head. But You'd think so. I guess the zombie's skin is a little more soft because they're kind of dead. Maybe. So maybe that's how I it works. Know. Maybe it's just movie magic. So, Who knows? Yeah. I just, I'm just saying I wouldn't try it out with my personal record collection. No. Well, they look at each other and they go, ah. <laughs> and we cut to them with Sean's crate of vinyls. Yeah. And Ed just picks one up and flings it. And he's like, wait, 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 what was that? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, ah, oh, I like that one. Yeah. So they have to sit there and sift through them. That's <laughs> it's so, so good. They're just sort of like yelling out the name of the album and the artist. And he's just like, no, not that one. No, nope. So clever. Mm-hmm. The Batman soundtrack. Throw it. <laughs> just the, the priorities. Always yes. with those two. It's just like, oh, but I like that one. Yeah, he's Literally like, two zombies are about to kill you. And they even throw one of Liz's ones, I think, as well. Because they're Don't like, need that anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Ed finds it and he's like, how about Sade? And he's like, oh, it's Liz's. And he's like, well, she did dump you, he says, <laughs> as he flings it at, at the zombie. Yeah. Um, Sean gives up on this and breaks into the shed um, and grabs a cricket bat and a shovel. Mm. and he's like you know and we get the you know number one or number two again he's like do you, do you want girl or girl or guy and he's like uh the first one <laughs> yeah the one that isn't like two feet tall and I love the little they have to switch sides <laughs> yeah just the <laughs> the little shuffle side step <laughs> yeah as the zombies are slowly making their way towards them but yeah. they they eventually um, beat them to death mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the shovel and the the cricket bat and the love like, the shovel <laughs> and I love the clum, 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 just clum, keep going clum. yeah and you see like little red splats coming up and everything like that it's it's so funny because you don't see the zombies no you just see them and they're like beating them in rhythm they're like clum, 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 yeah. clum, clum. <laughs> oh, and then it cuts to them sat on the couch Sean with like a cup of tea just looking mortified and sort a of, dead guy in their living room yeah, there's a dead guy in the living room and she'll just sat there like like what's it like um bewildered so yeah bewildered and like traumatized yeah he's just staring into space holding a cup of tea while ed's like licking his cornetto yeah it's like nothing phases it yeah and ed sort of leans over turns around to him he's like you've got red on you (laughs) because the zombie blood splattered up his shirt yeah you know not not more like you've got you've got some blood on your shirt you've got red on you you've got red on you yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and we, the news report says, you know, if you know anyone who's been bitten, isolate them immediately. Mm. And they both immediately look up and they're like, Pete. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we, we cut to um, Ed still finishing his cornetto mm. while Sean's like, Pete. <laughs> Pete. Like poking the bear. 
Like, yeah, basically. Hello. But it doesn't want to go up because A, he might be one of them, and B, he might still be pissed about last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the door, and the dead guy in the one room. And so he keeps calling out for Pete, and then Ed's all like, Oi, prick! And they hear nothing, and they're like, he's not in. Yeah, yeah, he can't be. Can't be, wouldn't resist that. Yeah, he knows He knows Pete's in because he, he yelled, Oi, prick, and he didn't come down to beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean calls Liz, but can't seem to get a response. Um, and then the phone rings, mm. and it's his mum. She says that they've been attacked. And it's so... <laughs> the, the British way of dealing with the zombie outbreak as well. She just said, she's like, <laughs> what have you done? We shut the curtains. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, to, to protect themselves, they shut the curtains. Well, I've turned off the light. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah. No, you need to bar the door. Oh, well, I've shut the window. I've shut the curtains. <laughs> we can't see them, so it's not a problem anymore. <laughs> like, they won't just burst in anymore. Yeah, yeah, I love it as well. And the, like, sheer panic on his face when he thinks his mum's been bitten yeah. is adorable. He's like, my God, mum, have you been bitten? And then Ed yeah. storms over because he loves Barbara as well. He loves Sean's mum yeah, as well. He's, he's like, kind of the... my God, has she been bitten? <laughs> kind of the sketchy friend that's like did you did, did you have a crush on your friend's mum when you were younger I think he just loves her because she's so sweet yeah she's so like motherly yeah well he, he definitely takes it a weird direction occasionally mm. I think it is purely just you know he thinks of her as his mum yes. I reckon yes it's that sort of thing he's got his but- way of showing it but I love the like disregard because they're just like you know you, you, she's like oh you know they were a bit bitey yeah, I think she yeah. says and he's like oh my because it's he's like, further cementing his like picture of what's happened yeah like she's been bitten and she's gonna die and everything like that he's like mum have you been bitten and she's like no but Philip has and he's like oh okay <laughs> The stepdad's been bitten. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And Ed swans over. He's like, has she been bitten? And he's like, no, but Philip has. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, neither of them care at all. Just love it. Um, yeah. And yeah, I love the little turn he gives Ed as well. When he's like, he's talking to his mum and he puts his, you know, the hand over the receiver thing and he turns to Ed and he's like, we may have to kill my stepdad. <laughs> as if that would, you know, stop her from hearing it. Yeah, because really, like, you need to great. you need to be like very far away from the phone for her to not have overheard that. But she's so pure. And now we get the plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Sean's plan love is I love this. This is so fucking funny. Just a little Take Pete's car, drive to Mum's, <laughs> kill Philip, rescue Liz, come back here, have a cup of tea. <laughs> Yeah, totally and then they're like, wrong with that? And they're like, oh no, wait, we can't come here. It's not exactly secure. It's not safe. All right. Take Pete's car, drive to Mum's, kill Philip, <laughs> drive to Liz's, yeah. hole up, have a nice cup of tea and wait for all this to blow over. <laughs> <laughs> but Ed complains because he can't smoke at Liz's. Yeah. It's a third time. Okay. Which is not a priority in this scenario, but they, they just overlook that. Yeah. For the sake of, oh, well, you know, never mind. <laughs> I love how, like, every time it gets shorter as well. Like, yeah. when they're talking about killing Philip, the first time they're like, I'm so sorry, Philip. And then the yeah. second time they're like, bang. <laughs> yeah, smack him with the, what was it, the cricket bat and the shovel at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And then the second time they're like, sorry, Phil. And then the third time they're just like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So the, the third plan they come up with, you know, where is safe? Where is secure? Where can Ed smoke? Mm-hmm. So they go, okay, take Pete's car, drive to Mum's, kill Philip, pick up Liz, drive to the Winchester, yeah. have a pint, and wait for all this to blow over. Yeah. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, the boys. <laughs> yeah, boy. Head on down for a pint during the apocalypse. That's going to work. 
<laughs> so they have to start their plan, and that starts with seeing Sean's little eyes through the letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like flicks up the, le- the 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 little mailbox. And you know, I, I miss that about the UK is is having letterbox. a letterbox in your door. Yeah, just just. Just yeah, when, letter, when letters literally just came in through your door. And you didn't have a spider living in your tax returns. Yes. You know, you're just like, oh, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> to to check for to check for zombies. Um, he can't see any. Oh, no, wait, there they are. Because <laughs> so, he's looking directly in front of him, like, where Pete's car, and he's like, I can't see any. And then he looks a little to the right, and there's like 30. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, there they are. There is a parade currently going down the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they hype themselves up and he's like you ready yeah you ready yeah right, I gotta take a wee first <laughs> <laughs> so Sean heads upstairs we get exactly the same thing of uh-huh. like the little little, little montage of the monotony of it you know yeah. pee flush the toilet wash your hands everything like that but this time as he closes the medicine cabinet you see a shadow behind the shower curtain <laughs> yes yeah. how was this for you <laughs> I forgot Notoriously, how... I've hated shower curtains. For this reason. Just because of, like, the horror trope of there's something there, but there isn't. There mm. mm-hmm. Shadow play. <laughs> so Sean takes the takes a moment and pulls back the shower curtain to reveal zombie Pete. Yes. Buck naked in the shower. He was clearly getting ready for work or whatever when he turned. Yes. Clearly he was, he was just, like, almost ready for work and then just succumbed to the illness. Yeah, and, be- and has became been standing a there for the past few hours. <laughs> just dead in the shower. Yeah, just probably he probably had like a calming effect from the colour of the curtain. Maybe, yeah. <sighs> and then he sees see Sean like, and starts oh. yeah, starts coming after him. I mean you just see oh, his yes. hand on the shower curtain and pulling it back and everything like Pray. that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's yeah, it's so funny because Sean's trying to like explain the plan to his I guess I was like, um, if you're feeling better we're heading to the to the pub. Um, and then yeah. run, runs out the door. Thinking about the fact that he's both naked and then a zombie. Yes. <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh boy. And Ed's like, you know, spinning the keys on his finger. He's like, Pete would be well pissed if he knew why I was driving his car. And Sean sort of zips past going, I don't think so. <laughs> don't need to worry about that anymore. <laughs> so they head to the car and Ed accidentally sets off the car alarm. Um, they manage to make it inside, but they do draw the attention of the zombie horde that's just to the right of them. <laughs> yep, and now are just slightly <laughs> yeah. closer than they were before. <laughs> and they, they drive off just as Pete's zombie makes it out the front door. You see Pete's zombie stumbling out as they drive past, and, you know, Sean just watch, watches stunned. Mm. Um, outside is absolute carnage. There's people being, like, toppled over and eaten alive, and there's fires, and there's screaming, and... There's there's an ambulance with a body bag and the body bag's wriggling. Uh, Loved it. So good. Um, it's a run-of-the-mill apocalypse, really. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah, basically. Unfolding. Ed is distracted by putting on music. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, again. Super really obnoxiously loud music as yeah. well. Yeah. I don't get people who can listen to the music this loud. I think it's just... I think it's honestly just like a mechanism where you're like, okay, drowning everything out. Yeah. Music. <laughs> Maybe. But um, he's distracted by it and they accidentally run someone over. Yeah. So. (laughs) As you do. This, again, so, so funny. They reverse the car to check on the person they accidentally run over. And they're like, uh, are you alright? Hello? Are are you okay? And the zombie head clicks. He goes, (laughs) And Sean just goes, oh, thank God for that. Yeah. (laughs) 
like, well, you weren't human. Yeah, and then they, they drive off. And it's so funny. And it's so, so British as well. It's oh, yeah. so funny. Yeah. I'm not stopping unless you're a human. Bye. And yeah, it's like, he's dead no matter what we do. And he's like, that's not the point. <laughs> like, we might have killed him. Yeah, I wanted to clear my conscience. Yeah, basically. And then when he turns zombie-like, he's like, oh, thank God for that. Yeah, <laughs> my conscience is clear. No murder charges for me. <laughs> so they arrive at Barbara and Phillips now. This is mm-hmm. uh, Sean's mum and stepdad. Ed looks after the car while Sean heads inside. And Ed mentions that he really wants to drive Phillips' car because it's a Jaguar and it's so pretty. Uh, Barbara makes tea. Of course. Because, of course, she- tea and sandwiches. Oh, yes. Tea and sandwiches, while Sean goes to kill Philip, who's sat... <laughs> As you do. <laughs> just, just pop round. Because he's, like, he's like tucked into... He's, like, got that, like, like, blanket around your legs, watching telly kind of thing. And yeah. Sean sort of walks up behind him. He's like, I'm so sorry, Philip. And he's like, why? <laughs> what have you done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a zombie. Mm-hmm. Please don't hit him over the head. <laughs> yes, please don't murder him now. He's not zombie yet. And Barbara walks in and everything like that. And Barbara mentions that she, you know, she called for an ambulance or she called the doctor or something like that. And it's, they have like the most British argument. He's like, oh, you didn't, Barbara, did you? I told you I'm all right. I ran Aww. it over the tap. <laughs> I ran it under a cold tap. We, we had a, tap. we had our jabs when we went to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> Oh my god it's so good and she and she's just like oh i just thought we'd better be safe you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um sean tries to convince barbara to barbara to leave philip behind yeah um but she won't leave without him you know obviously not an easy situation to be faced with especially yes. when you haven't seen him change yeah and it's like and eh, well he's fine and sean's trying to convince that you know philip is not a good stepped out or whatever like that. No, I don't and... even like him anyway. Just yeah. Get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, basically. Mum, just, uh, just what my dad. And, and, you know, Barbara comes to his defense, you know, she's being stern about it. Yeah, she's well. like, well, you weren't always the easiest person to get along with. Mm. And, and Sean says, what? <laughs> and she also says, well, you did c- call him a you know what? And he's like, <laughs> uh, did he tell you that? Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he's like, Sean! I'm sorry, mother. Mum! <laughs> <laughs> So, the dialogue is so crisp. I love it. Uh, It looks like Sean is about to kill Philip with a bread knife as well. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, he stumbles in. He's like, yeah, Sean, sometimes you've got to just be a man and do what needs to be done. And it looks like, you know, he's got a bread knife in his hand. He's going to kill Philip and, you know, rescue Barbara. And they'll be on their way to their to Liz's house and then to the pub. Mm. But then we cut to the three of them leaving the house. Yes. (laughs) Philip, Sean and Barbara. And Sean's, like, doing the stroppy kid thing where he's, like, dragging his cricket bat behind him all, like, uh, sullen. I don't want him here. (laughs) And we learn that Ed has totaled Pete's car by ramming it into a lamppost. Genius. By accident. Because now he's like, oh, we'll have to take the jag now. Mm -hmm. Um, They turn just in time to see Philip being grabbed and bitten in the neck. Yeah, which kind of seals his fate somewhat. Yes. That is a bite to the jugular. Yes, and this is also part two of Ed's description. This is a bite at the king's head. (laughs) Yeah, this is the king, a.k.a., you know, your father, your stepdad, whatever, and it's being bitten. Yeah, Yeah, a bite at the king's head. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Sean manages to fight them off. This is our group of chavs that you saw during the, like, um, intro intro music thing. The ones that were bopping along to the music. This is that group, now zombies. Mm. Um, Everyone manages to get in the car and they make their escape. Philip 
bleeding profusely from his neck. Yes, which, if he didn't turn into a zombie, I think he would have died pr- pretty swiftly after yeah. that. You kind of need that area of yes. your neck to survive. Yes, generally you need your neck. <laughs> generally. It's quite helpful. Yes. I have noticed. It does come in handy every now and again. Yes, yes. Um, Ed continues to blare his exceedingly loud music uh-huh. while um, while they're trying to stem Philip's bleeding. Yes. Who just continues to complain about the music. It's yeah. so funny. It's he just like, I'd be quite alright if it wasn't for that damn racket. <laughs> He's he's quite a strong guy. He's very stoic. Yeah, he's like, bleeding from like a main artery. He's been bitten in the neck, which is a very sensitive part, right next to your face. Yes, and he's kind of just like, oh, yeah, this has happened. Great. Um, <laughs> I love it that it doesn't stop until like um, I think it's Barbara turns around. And he's like, it is a bit loud. Yeah, like, and it's just oh. like, oh, sorry, Barbara, and turns it down. Yeah, <laughs> like for Barbara, anything, anything. They arrive at Liz's. Um, Sean goes out while the others stay in the car um, and you know they're going to do the honks you know if there's any trouble I'll honk the honk the horn three times Mm -hmm. so uh, he Sean heads off whacking a couple of zombies with his cricket bat as he goes yep and buzzes Liz's apartment Uh, by the time it's answered we see David and Di just like before they answer the intercom and all they can hear is sort of grunts and like pants and stuff like that there's Mm -hmm. no actual talking because Sean is fending off the zombies that are sort of closing in on him. <laughs> Di, David, and Liz listen as there's grunts from the side of the wall, just like last time when he said he'll cr- he'll like climb the wall to come and see her. Lo and behold. Lo and behold, he does <laughs> climb the wall. He, he does make it this time. And knocks on the window and he's like, guys, can you let me in, please? <laughs> <laughs> With like the like pig nose thing, you know, when you like put your nose against glass yeah. and like pushes your nose up and he's like, guys, let and me in. pure like exhaustion, just boom. Yeah, let me in, please. <laughs> David comments that they were safe before he arrived. Which is true. Which is true. Because zombies cannot usually climb. Yeah, he was like, we were perfectly safe before you got here. There were like three of them out there. How many are out there, out there now? And Di looks out and she's like, lots. Yeah, he's attracted a lot of attention, which they resent. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, like, why did you turn up here? You could have just stayed away. <laughs> yeah, but Sean convinces them, you know, eventually they would have gotten in. So we need to leave together. We have a plan. We're going to go somewhere safe. And Di is the first one to agree to go. She's like, yep, okay. We we agree with you, Sean. And then they're like, what? And she's yes. like, we agree with you, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> did, did I start it? Yeah. And David says he will only go if Liz agrees. Mm-hmm. And Liz does... Slippin'. Yeah, Liz does agree. She says, all right, what's your plan? Yeah. And he's kind of a, it's kind of a prove yourself moment. Like, if you're such a, a big guy, what's your idea? Yeah, basically. Tell us what happened. And he's like, save us. He's like, okay, who has transport? Does anyone here? Yeah, does anyone here have tra- ha- transport? And Di's hand shoots up. She's like, and Sean's like, great. Where? And she's like, well, yes, no. Well, I pass my license. <laughs> and you're like, thanks, Di. I feel that. <laughs> That's me. That's me. It's like, yep, I have a driving license. Can't use it. And there's like, there's like a five second silence where everyone's yeah. just like, yeah. thanks, Di. really not what we were asking. <laughs> so they all basically have to make their way outside and they're all going to cram into, into um, Philip's Jag, into Philip's Jaguar. <laughs> uh, the group armed with whatever they could find in the apartment head to the car. Which is not the best no. artillery to Sean have. has his cricket bat. Yeah. Liz has a, a, a hockey stick, I think, which is pretty good. Um, boys, yeah. Liz, uh, sorry, not Liz. Um, Di has like a tree branch. <laughs> <laughs> and David has, an, David has an umbrella. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
they all manage to stuff themselves into the car. Um, Surprisingly. (laughs) And Sean finally introduces Liz to Barbara. Oh, God. He's like, Mum, Liz, Liz, Mum. And she's like, hello. (laughs) Um, She's so sweet. And they're both crammed into the same seat as well. It's like Barbara and Liz are sat on top of each other in the passenger seat of the front car. And he's like, Liz, Mum, Mum, Liz. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) They drive. um, Again, they're trying to stop Philip's bleeding. Uh, the music's blaring again and Ed is trying to hit every zombie he can on the fucking road. Yeah, which is not exactly the best thing to do in a jag. Yeah. Hitting a person is uh, is quite damaging to a car. Yeah. Usually. And they, they basically mentioned that, like, you know, they're heading towards the Winchester and Ed says, you know, there's a there's a rifle above the bar. We can use that. And, you know, they have the whole argument again about, well, it you know, work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. It would have been decommissioned or it's not a real rifle or anything like that. And Ed's like convinced that it is real yeah. and everything like that. Um, Philip interrupts to have a talk with Sean. Yes. He says that he's always loved him. Which is this? This actually little moment is actually this. This movie because it's so funny yeah. when it does do a moment of seriousness. Yeah, it's like ow! It you actually did, you did that to me while I was laughing. Yeah, like two seconds ago, and now ow! It actually hurts. He's like, I always loved you, you know, and I am proud of you. And it's like, oh, he just wanted to be. He just wanted to be a role model for Sean, yeah. which is why he's always been sort of harsh on him. Yeah. He wanted him to, you know be 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 his best and everything like that um and the last thing he says is like you know you're such a good boy look after your mum and then dies and sean is flooded with tears yeah he's distraught more than he even thought like he was about he was ready to kill him yes because he thought he was going to be a zombie when he turned up he was going to kill him and, and then he's just watched him die in his arms he's like Oh, God. And he's literally tearing and he's crying and he's asking Ed to pull over. And he's like, two seconds, as he smashes into another zombie. Yeah. And then Ed does like a crazy tire spin the car round thing to eventually pull over. And, you know, Sean smacks him and everything like that. Yeah. He's like, what are you stop, doing? Stop <laughs> telling me to chill out. And everything is not okay. And then he tells Barbara, you know, Barbara, dead. Philip's dead. And she looks over, she's like, no, he's not. <laughs> and he's not. And Sean, and Sean looks at he's like, what? Looks over and, and Philip's like, <laughs> They turn to see Philip has turned into a zombie. Everyone shambles to get out of the car. The music is accidentally turned back on, blaring again extremely loudly. Mm-hmm. And uh, attracting plenty of attention. Yes, they all managed to get out, despite the fact that the child locks were still on, I think yeah. they say. Yeah. Notorious child the- locks, especially in the UK. Yeah, so Liz... It's ha- like, even if you want a child anymore, <laughs> you just can't disable them. Yeah, so Liz has to, Liz has to get... Uh, I think it's David, Di, and Sean out from the back seats. Sean fending off zombie Philip at the time. Yes. Um... But yeah, they they all stumble around, and Barbara says she won't leave Philip. And we get that touch, heart touching moment where you know, you know, he's just like, "I'm not leaving your dad." And Sean says, "He's not my dad," you know, just like he said earlier in the film. Mm-hmm. Except for this time, he's like, "No, he he was my dad." Yeah, now he's not. But he's right not now. anymore. There is nothing of the man you love in there anymore. And Zombie Philip turns the music off. <laughs> Which there, I, there he is. Which I thought was just funny. And the little look he gives as well when he turns the music off and goes, eh. <laughs> like satisfaction. Yeah, just like. <laughs> and he's yes. like, 
Anyway. Quiet. Which is so, it's so strange because he turns so quickly after dying. Mm. And then, like, it, it feels like it takes so much longer for for the people who've just been injured. To I think it's because it people was... People who've just been injured don't get turned into the zombies because it doesn't really you, I think them. Yeah, I think you get sick and then you turn. Yeah. As opposed to, Philip, you know, Philip bled to death. Philip bled to death and then turned, and then turned. dying. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of interesting of whether... It's, I think it's the difference between the disease killing you yeah. and being killed and then the disease taking over. Yeah. And it makes yeah. you wonder if maybe he was more of himself because he died first and it was kind of reanimating him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. While wandering the back alleys, they try and figure out how close they are to the Winchester pub. Um, Sean spots Snake Boots, one of the people from the pub, who's being eaten by his groupies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, just another average weekend for the guy. Yeah, and I think he's like, I think we're pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> the group crosses paths with another. Yes. This is great. This is Yvonne that we met earlier. Yes, and she's got her own ragtag she's group. Got her movie cast with her. Yes, it's amazing because they're all the exact yes matching pair of everyone on the other side. They have a mirror version. Yeah. So it's we just have we ha- yeah we have we have Yvonne and Yvonne's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So we have Sean and Liz. Yeah. And then we have we have uh, her mum. Yeah. And we have Sean's mum. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, my two friends. And then we look over yeah. at Sean's group and we've got David and I. Yeah. And then we have the the sort of bumming friend at the end, which yeah, is yeah. Ed. And yeah, and they cross paths and it's just a smorgasbord of like... They say hello. Yeah, they all say hello the to their way. opposites. And I love how just Ed and his opposite is just... Yeah. <laughs> they grunt at each other. And I love the smorgasbord of like famous British actors they have right. here. So great. Because we've got like, oh, we've, we've got one of the people from Black Books is in Yvonne's group. We also have Matt Lucas is Ed in the other group. And Martin Freeman yeah, is the, the boyfriend. The boyfriend which is, he plays he plays Gormless boyfriend to a T, to be honest. It's he always so does. He's funny. always in that character of just like, kind of a bit useless, but like, he's there. Yeah. <laughs> which is quite funny to be typecast as well. But, but they, they basically wish each other good luck. Yes. And part ways. Which is quite funny because it's like, well, why wouldn't you just stay together? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, you just, and just like the only other living people you've seen. Like you said, like... Where, where are they going? Sean and Yvonne hug. Yeah. And then every person passes their opposite. So Liz passes Martin Freeman. And then, you know, the mums pass each other. And yeah. then the two friends pass each other. And then Ed and Matt Lucas pass each other and go, Ugh. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. So Sean's group realizes that they just need to pass through some garden fences to get to the pub. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, Davis was like, you know, what, we just got to pass over the 20 garden fences. How do you plan on doing that? And he's like, what's the matter, David? Never taking a shortcut and then tries to leap the first fence and it just collapses on him. <laughs> and this also happens on in all three of the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy movies. Oh, great. That's so great. Yeah. What's the matter? Never taking a shortcut before and then hopping fences in some way. I think, Comically large line of fences yes. to hop over. I think in, in Hot Fuzz, he does like... Sean, uh, sorry, not Sean. Uh, Simon Pegg's character does like a triple flip off a trampoline to get over one yes. of the fence, and then yeah. you know um, Nick Frost's character like charges and tries to jump and just smashes through the fence, bursts through the fence. Yeah. yeah, and then in the third one they do a different variant on it. So wow. it's it's That's a good. reoccurring theme throughout the trilogy as well. So good, <laughs> so good. But yeah, this one Sean tries to jump the fence and it collapses as he sort of puts his weight on it. 
And then he just sort of stands up and he's like, yeah, look at this way. <laughs> Don't mind. <laughs> As they reach another garden, Barbara swears that she knows the people who used to live around, live around here. Mm-hmm. Um, the group, group meets one fence from the main road. So they are about to hit the main road. Um, they, he turns to the group and he's like, is everyone here? I feel like we're missing someone. And Di's like, one, two, three, four, five. No, no, everyone's here. There's six of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear Barbara scream from the previous garden. Yeah. So, so Sean jumps on trampoline and sort of yeets himself over the fence. <laughs> to the rest. To, to protect Barbara from a zombie who has broken through one of the windows. This is... She does know the people who live there. She says... Fortunately, her... No, she she thought she knew them and then when, when Sean saves her, she's like, I don't think Jane and Derek do live round here. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so they hear a kerfuffle on the other side of the fence. The group waits for them and, and hears a kerfuffle from Sean. Mm. And then Sean and zombie man in bathrobe... <laughs> barreling through <laughs> barrel through the fence yeah and I love yeah uh, I love that Liz and Di Diane immediately jump to help Sean yeah immediately like, like right <laughs> yeah I think Liz grabs like like one of those little play table stools you know for like yeah. a kid's table <laughs> and smashes it over the zombie and Di does something as well she grabs something it's um, the it's the, um, the swing ball. Yeah, the swing ball. She yeah. grabs the swing ball and hands it to Sean, and he's like, "Yeah!" Impales. and swings it and hits the zombie with the tennis ball on the end, and oh, it yeah. does it does absolutely nothing. It's like, nah, it's rubbish. Yeah. And then turns and Liz and Di are like, "No, mm, no, stab, no. stab, stab!" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh!" He was going for the head thing. He was like, "Well, if I hit it in the head, <laughs> but you see, he hits it with a tennis ball. It's not going to do jack shit." No, I love it as well because he's like, "Yeah," he swings it and he just goes. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so he pivots it, pivots it around and impales a zombie and manages to impale it and, you know, um, Stick to a tree. tree. Yeah. Sticks it to a tree. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, put, the, put, a, put, a, put a pin in that. And he's, he, like, turns to David and Ed and he's like, thanks for the help or whatever yeah, it is. He's like, you know, there, like a feel free to jump in. And he's like, yeah, you did all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Sean, you know, he's like, okay, you know what? The Winchester is just across this fence. I'm going to take a look and see if it's clear. And I love, he, he climb, climbs a kid's slide. Yeah. One step at a time as well. And he's like, you hear the little... He's really into it. Little pause. As he climbs back down and his face is just not good. And they're like, is it clear? And he's like... No. 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 How many? Lots. <laughs> it sounds like he's about to cry. That's also something I just love, like, British people saying lots. It's just, it goes through your whole mouth. It's yeah. Lots. Lots. <laughs> um, so they're just like, you know, moaning isn't going to get us anywhere. And then they have an epiphany and they all turn to yes, die. Is. They turn to die because she's an actress. Mm. And we, we we cut to her giving them an acting lesson. Mm. <laughs> and she's like, okay, everyone, let's shake out, get nice and limber. Okay. Or not. <laughs> Everyone's like, no. <laughs> they basically decided that they if they're going to get through the zombie crowd, they need to pretend to be zombies. Yes, blend in. Blend in. So they're using the zombie that is currently... Um, 
impaled on the tree. Yes. And she's trying to give them an acting lesson on it. She's the like, example here. Yeah. Look how he moves. Here's one I prepared earlier. And I love her like, she's such an artsy person. It's yeah, so theater funny. Kid, theater kid. Yeah. She's like, look at his eyes. Sort of vacant, like a drunk who's lost a bet. Mm. Okay, let's give it a try. <laughs> And looks over at everyone and, you know, Liz gives it a try and then cuts to Barbara who's just sort of zoned out and she's yeah. like, Barbara, that's excellent. And she's like, sorry, what was that, love? Yeah, she's just, she's literally just been in her head. Yeah, she's just zoned out. Wow, amazing. <laughs> and Ed does his zombie impression and, you know, Sean kind of makes fun of him. And I, mean, I love... Of course, the, the thing is, Ed's doing fine. Ed's he's doing okay because he's going, going to video games. So he's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. He's at least got a better attempt than half of them. Yeah. Yeah, David doesn't even make an attempt. Yeah, he goes, Yeah. And then, you know, Ed's like, you know, Sean makes fun of him and Ed's like, well, if you're king of the zombies, go on then. Go on. <laughs> and then Sean does his and he's like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> and I love it. I love Sean of the dead. <laughs> yeah. And I love this as a, like, uh, to explain their relationship. Yeah. Like, they're prepared to accept when they're wrong. They have a go at each other, but they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah sure. you're right. Yeah. All right, sure. Move on. <laughs> so they, they zombie their way through the crowd and make it to the pub, but the doors are shut and locked. Sean opens the letterbox to try and get the owner's attention. You know, he's like, John, it's it's it, John Bernie, it's Ed, Ed and Sean, we come in all the time. You know, trying to prove that they're not zombies, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're alive. <laughs> yeah, basically. And they're interrupted as Ed stops to take a phone call. <sighs> you just hear his ringtone and then he literally just, he's like, two seconds. And goes to sit yeah. down and have a chat with his with his mate who's trying to buy weed off him or something like that. Uh. And he's like, nah, mate, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, again, so British. Yeah, nothing. I ain't got nothing. And Sean walks over and slaps the phone out of his hand and gives him a right talking to. Mm -hmm. Tells him, you know, he's, he's being an idiot. And why does he always have to fuck things up? And he starts yelling at him. Yeah. And Liz is trying to get his attention. He's like, Sean, Sean. You've attracted some attention. Yeah. <laughs> and he finishes it. And he's like, you're not going to make a fool out of me. Not today. And then they turn to see the entire zombie horde is staring at them. And to be fair, they're a very good crowd. They're all just kind of looking instead of like yeah, going, going towards for them. them. They're like, oh, this is kind of funny. Yeah, they, they decide that they need to do something and quickly. Mm -hmm. um, Sean is about to suggest the back door when, Di when David empties a trash can and throws it through the pub window mm -hmm. to get everyone in. And Sean's like, no, they just follow us through. Yeah. So, Intelligent. Yeah. So Sean gets the entire horde's attention and leads them away while everyone else climbs into the pub. Which is remarkably heroic. Yes. Yes, Considering definitely. this guy who we've been presented with, who is pretty much useless up to this point, and now he's like braving the entire horde of a hundred zombies. It's like, go yeah. over here. Yeah, to save his family. <laughs> I love it as well, because he stands up on like like a generator or something like that, just yeah. something that's on the street, and he's like, oi, over here, look at me, look at me, look at me. And when he has all their attention, he's like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah, basically. Next part. So he leads them off, managing to get the entire horde's attention, which is quite impressive. As the others climb inside, Barbara finds the flowers that Sean had thrown away the, the night before yeah. because they're on the floor because David emptied the bin. Love the roundaboutness of this. Yeah, like, she eventually got them. 
Yeah. And you I love... Li- give her the flowers. And I love Barbara's <laughs> intuition as well, because Liz is like, oh, just, just, just leave them. And she's like, I think they're for me. Yeah. Which is so sweet. Like, she's, she's just such a, a ditz, but in such a cute way. Yeah. She's such a cute mum. Yeah. She's, a, she's fucking adorable. Yeah. Oh, love it. So the group waits in silence inside the pub in the dark. Mm-hmm. David, David starts suggesting blocking the window, but they're like, no, they have to wait for Sean to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, David wants to take control. Um, he's like, you know, what are we going to do in the dark? Or, you know, what are, we gonna, what are we supposed to do here? Drink beer and eat pig snacks or whatever like that. But Sean arrives having led the zombies away. He basically, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's managed to do it. Job done. And he arrives nicely. Okay, so Sean um, manages to arrive at the pub, having led the zombie horde away. And just like David says, he has no further plan apart from to drink beer and eat pig snacks. Which is, you know, not too bad. I do Considering love... they could be dead as the alternative. Again, I had that little nostalgia pepper when um, when they mentioned hobnobs. I was like, oh, yes. hobnobs. Missed those. I haven't had those in ages. We've just got digestives. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we don't really have the hobnobs. No Especially because everyone in this country would just go, what the hell are those? That sounds sexual. I'm not buying that. And you're like, it's just a chocolate it's, digestive. It's just a biscuit. Just eat it. It's mm. good. But they're basically going to eat nibbles in the dark. <laughs> and that's their plan. Um, he says he got in via the back door, which is what he was trying to explain before David smashed the window. Mm-hmm. So they board up the window. And as they're sitting in the dark having a conversation, the street lights come on, which means that the pub fuses um, just need to be turned back on and they can have some sort of power. Mm-hmm. They can watch telly or something like that. They won't turn on the lights because it'll bring too much attention. So they'll just turn on... Oh, but the telly's fine. The te- yeah, the telly's fine. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> yeah. So Sean goes um, out back um, just to get uh, just to get the basic fuses on. Um, and as he flips one of the switches... Yeah, he flips one. He's like, is that it? And they're like, yeah, that's it. And he's like, he looks at the fuse box and flicks another one. And the back light for the back door comes on. And all the zombies are at the back door. Yeah. And he just sort of, he closes the blinds, yeah. <laughs> turns the light off, and just leaves. Yeah, but just going to pretend I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, basically. We I also can't see, see it, it's not there. <laughs> and as he leaves, we also see that one of the staff door handles starts to rattle as well. Yep. So there is another zombie already in the pub. Yes, most likely someone who's living in the premises. Yeah, probably the pub. It's got staff, right, on the yeah. floor? Yeah, so it's probably John or Bernie, mm-hmm. or both. <laughs> uh, Sean goes back to the group. They're flicking through channels, but there are no broadcasts on any channels. Um, Ed asks to borrow a quid from Liz. Just just a pound. <laughs> and she gives it to him. Yeah, just not thinking. And Sean... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And Sean explains to her that they may have a problem. He basically tells her that the zombies followed him here. Mm-hmm. And they're at the back door. And she says, that's okay. We just need to be extra quiet then. <laughs> And then she remembers that Ed took a pound off her and they look over as he starts the world's loudest pinball machine. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> and they, yeah, they tackle, uh, sorry, Liz basically tackles him away from the machine as Sean manages to unplug it, but it's too late because it's the loudest fucking machine that has ever been created. Um, we see the zombies closing in on the front door and the windows, including the broken window that's just sort of been boarded up. Yeah, they are now antagonized. <laughs> yes. 
David backs away from the windows and is grabbed by John, the barkeep. Zombie version of John. Mm-hmm. Um, the jukebox, which has now also kicked in, <sighs> is on random uh-huh. and starts playing Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah. Love it. Love it. This was great. This is so good. <sighs> so Ed, Liz, and Sean beat zombie Sean, uh, beat zombie John with pool cues to the beat of the song. Mm-hmm. Don't stop me now. <laughs> I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. And going, thum, thum, yeah. Thum, thum. Oh, Random. It's so good. And even have like Di and Barbara like jotting their heads yeah, along like, to the music. Go. <laughs> um, they scream at David to get the fuses. Mm. And he basically runs um, runs out back and just starts flicking all of the fuses, which basically makes it look like, you know, Daddy. eat here. <laughs> yeah. Food. Hey. Because it's like flashing all the lights or everything. Um, yeah, he doesn't know which one it is, so ends up just making all the lights flash, and then zombies start breaking in through that back door. Yep. Um, we can... Yes. So uh, David starts backing out from that room, he comes into contact with zombie Bernie, mm. the John's wife. He manages to push her away and close that door. And in the meantime, um, I think it's Sean who beats John with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> zombie. And then Di decides she's going to help and picks up a handful of darts. Yep. And starts flinging them at John. It, it gets one in the arm and, and Sean's like, yeah, 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 but in the head, in the head. And she flings another one and it hits Sean in the head. Yeah. And he's like, ah! Which is, ow. <laughs> um, Ed chucks Sean the rifle from above the bar and Sean uses it to push John into the jukebox, electrocuting him, both killing the zombie and stopping the music. Mm. The gun accidentally fires he like holds it up and it it goes off and he's like okay fine it's loaded it's real (laughs) (laughs) so Ed was right about it the entire movie yeah which is very concerning because can you imagine just oops I've knocked into the wall (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) you know just some drunk stumbles into the wall and knocks it down and and it goes off and shoots someone shoots someone in the leg love it lovely lovely. Um, they decide that Sean is going to be the gunner while the others help him load and look out for zombies as Which well. Which is definitely not needed, because it's just a, one person loads the gun, so they're just standing there with him, just holding a bullet. Yeah, and, <laughs> and calling out where the zombies are, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, the zombies start breaking apart um, the front... I think it's the, like, the... The front the, windows. The front windows, mainly the one that they, that David smashed. Yeah. That they've tried to board up and with, like, stools and stuff. And they eventually get through the other... The and the, yeah, slowly. they start going through the other one. Liz goes, um, yeah, that's right. And they're all calling out, like, yeah, no, I, we'll get to that in a second. Liz goes to help Barbara, mm. who suddenly collapses. Yes. And they manage to get her to a booth seat. And leading up to this point, I, I was noticing the, the fact that she's constantly scratching her arm. Oh, you did notice? Yeah, and I was like, no, 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 don't do this. You do not do kill, this, you do not do kill the sweet mum. Stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> and they finally get to it, and it's like... She collapses oh. in a booth seat. She gives Liz... She panically as well, because she knows her time is almost up. Mm. She panically takes off her necklace and gives it to Liz as a present. Yeah. And just says, you know, I want you to have this. And it feels it's like... It's so sweet. It feels like she's both like... This is like a really smart move for her as well because she's doing that... Like, she wants to give it to her, but at the same time she's using the same arm that's been bitten to, to kind of 
quietly show her yeah, what's cause, happened. Because Liv see, Liz sees the sort of hanky that's stuffed she up She just her. lets her, like, yeah. see. Sees the hanky Because she doesn't want to say it out loud because Sean will hear. No, absolutely not. She doesn't want to worry Sean. Yeah, which is so sweet. And, and also, god damn it, d- d- yeah. you're endangering everyone. <laughs> you Liz pulls, woman, Liz no. pulls up her, her sleeve and pulls away the, the like, tissue that's yeah, there. And, and you see gruesome. You see a nasty-looking bite on her wrist. Like a chunk out of the arm. Yeah, and yeah. she says it was the man from the gardens. Mm-hmm. And she just says, I didn't want to be a worry. And I'm so like, oh, sweet. Barbara? So no, Barbara! Please, no! Uh, Sean and the others start taking out zombies, mm-hmm. and it mirrors the scene where Sean was giving instructions on to Ed on how to shoot the zombies in Video his PlayStation game. game. Yep. Yeah. But this time... They're all they're all trying to give directions, and David and Di are giving like the most awkward time because you know you do it like a clock, right? Yeah. So twelve o'clock is right in front of you. It's, Th- it's three o'clock is to your right. Through eleven, yeah, like, around the clock, around you. You're in the middle, yeah. And then just, and then Di is like, oh, quarter to twelve. Quarter to twelve. <laughs> you're like, it's not a valid one. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. But you're like, where's quarter to twelve? <laughs> yeah. Like, and no. then it, it's like top left. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. yeah, they managed to stave them off for a while. Um, so David and I block the window again and manage to get it secured. Mm. Um, Ed is left with the gun because Liz calls Sean over. Yeah, it just everyone passes passes along the, the gun line. along. It's from Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sean, Sean gives it to David. Ed because Liz calls him over because yeah. there's something wrong with mum. Yeah. Um, and obviously he, he cares, so he he's discovers, like, here, take this. Yeah, he discovers the bite, sort of has like a cry or something like that, and then yeah. Ed realises that something's wrong with Barbara, so hands the gun to die yeah. and heads over to see what's wrong with Barbara. And then Barbara passes... Uh, Barbara passes out and starts having a seizure. Yeah. And this is so sad because he's like, Mom, Mom, no, 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 Mom, 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 Mom. And it's so sad. Just the panic. And Di gives gives the gun to David and and runs over because she's like, I know first aid. (laughs) I love Di. She's so sort of ditzy. Lovely. Um, So, yeah, she thinks she can help. she still pulls off the Pam, not the Pam, the, whatever, what's her name? Because I'm thinking of the, the American office. God forbid I replace that <laughs> the uk office she's uh, the receptionist oh right right yeah no yeah the sort of the same sort of light-hearted like, ditzy plain plain jane very plain but like quirky yeah yeah <laughs> she has her moments yeah um barbara thanks <laughs> sean for the flowers she goes thank you and he's like for what and she's like these yeah to a wonderful holds them up holds the, yeah holds them up and like where were those all the time well because she's been carrying them around since she found them in the trash bin yeah but she brought them over to pass out in the booth <laughs> like, <laughs> this is true I need these <laughs> <laughs> and she's like you know to a wonderful mum and you're like oh no it wasn't supposed to be she like she thanks them for the, she thanks him for the flowers and then starts seizing and dies yeah we have lost Barbara mm-hmm. and this is so sad. Yeah. Like, I tear up when this, when, because of, like, the reaction, Sean's reaction to her death. Well, because he's reacting like, he's like a little kid who's losing his mum. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 mum, 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 stop, yeah. stop it, mum, no. And it's, oh, it's so bad. And then we hear the cock of a gun. Yeah. And, and we, we pan over to see David pointing the gun at Barbara. Sean holds a broken bottle to David's neck. As does Ed. Yeah. And then, him up. <laughs> and then Di stands up and goes, 
well, this is hardly fair. So, <laughs> so Ed gives her the broken bottle and grabs like a corkscrew or something like yeah. that to hold it. She's like, thank you, and holds it at Sean. Yeah. And then uh, Ed grabs a corkscrew to hold at David's neck. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they're all sort of backstabbing each other, basically. It's revealed that David is in love with Liz. Yeah, like a Mexican standoff. It's, yeah, it's like a Mexican standoff and, you know... Poor people. <laughs> you know, because Sean's like, you, you've always hated me because I'm dating Liz and you're in love with Liz. And he's like, no, it's not true. And he's like, not yes, it is. time tr- to be having this conversation. Yeah. There we go. And he's like, you hate me so much that now you're even trying to kill my mum. Which is not correlated either. But... Like, he's not doing it for that reason. He's he's afraid for his well, life. Even, like, like Liz says shortly, you know... He is right, even if he is being a twat about it. Yeah. And there's the twat again. <laughs> yes, which I love. Proven. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, he, yeah. So even Dai says, yes, you're in love with her. Yes. And she knows. She knows. Dai's, Known, Dai's just knows. just ignored it. Yeah, because she is in love time. with David. Yeah, for her uh, own sake. The arguing continues until La- Liz manages to calm everything down. She's like, mm-hmm. can we just calm the fuck down? And like slaps the rifle yeah, down. Just- Stop. <laughs> yeah, and she turns to she turns and like consoles Sean. Mm. She's like, "Babe, I know how hard this is for you. I can't imagine what you're going through right now. I can see what David is saying." And David's like, "Thank you." And then she's like, "Even if he's being a twat." Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she consoles Sean as Zombie Barbara rises from the booth. So and the sad. poor thing has still got that face of just like pure the sweet mum, sweet face until she and snarls sti- at them. <laughs> still holding flowers. Yes. Um, David gives Sean the gun. He takes a breath, says goodbye, and shoots her before dropping the gun. Yeah, which it's just it's so sad because he waits for a moment just to make sure that she's just gone. And David's like, "Shoot her!" And because that's that's when Barbara zombie snarls. Yeah, and, he's like, and Sean All shoots. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Not my mum anymore. He shoots and Barbara goes down. This is so sad. Yeah. This and Philip's death are very, very sad. Well, it's... It's just because it's like... They're the comedy characters and then they're just like... So sweet and then dead. Yeah. Like, it's a comedy movie and then when it has a serious moment and they take it seriously... It's so... It hits so much harder to see funny characters sad. so well, because, like, they've been so happy-go-lucky for the whole, like, first 20 minutes. Mm. And then, like, when shit hits the fan, when you get these serious moments from, like, the first... the fir- After the first part's over, you're yeah. kind of just like, ow. Like, yeah. How dare you? I thought, I thought this was funny. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. So David comments that, you know, they did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And Sean punches him in the face. Yes. Um, uh, David grabs the gun that Sean had dropped, the oh rifle, God. and tries to shoot Sean. Yeah. Actually fires the gun. Yeah. But there's no bullet loaded. And, you know, and then just decides, right, I'm leaving then. And I'm like, fuck you. Which is kind of a little out of character for him, honestly. I was kind of surprised when he did that because I was like, you know that they're outside. Like, why are you trying to leave? I don't think he would have actually left. I think it was all... It was just is the frustration. Just dramatic? Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, because he seems... But he does smart. start to take... He does start to take down some of the defences. Because he's a prick, but he's smart. Yeah. And I feel like that was, like, very desperate. Like, he was just like, well, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. And Dai finally puts her foot down. I think yeah. this is, like, the only time we hear her yelling. She just screams at him. Yeah, she actually screams at him to stop. Yeah, get away from that door right yeah. now. Get away from that door right now! Which is... <laughs> and she, she's she got such a good scream. Yeah. 
It's great. Like, he yes, apolog- he apologizes to her and he's like, I'm so sorry, Di. And sort of like ekes his way around from the yeah. door. I assume coming back to the group, but keeping his distance because, you know, he's just been a right twat. Yeah. And he's just tried to shoot a man. <laughs> Before he's uh, ripped out of one of the windows, the window yes. behind him smashes and he is pulled out through it. The group tries to grab hold of his legs to try and pull him back. Um, but he is torn apart. Yes, they start eating his guts. Yeah, it's scooping like... Scooping them out of him like it's nothing. Yeah, it literally... The first time I watched this, this actually did make me feel quite queasy. Yes, because, I did feel ill. I was like... Because they dig into his belly button. they like stomach. Like, they're just ripping it open. They, put, like, they pull open his shirt oh. and then literally dig their fingers into his belly button to rip open the skin. Yeah, sorry for anyone who is eating while listening to this. Yeah. That was probably not a good choice, but yeah. sorry anyway. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You did choose to click on the horror podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Eventually, the legs that they're holding break off. Yeah, which and is very his head, quick. his very head quick. comes off as well. Yeah, they're like, ooh, take this. Yeah, die. Which you know, his character arc came to a close after he was he was given his justice of the the, the yelling at. Yes, after die eventually, and he was like, I'm sorry, and then it's like, right, you're done. Get out. <laughs> yeah, you're done. You've had your your resolution. Die. <laughs> die. Um, Diane. Not die. <laughs> not die. Not die. Diane, um, inconsolable and yes. clearly not thinking straight. Frantic. Frantically uh, unlocks the front doors, With- trying to get to David to rescue him. Unleashes the the, the entire horde. Yes. <laughs> but she's like. Wielding the leg of her lover. Yes. Beating the zombies with his leg, trying to get to him. Trying to get to him, which is obviously not going to happen because she's holding his leg. And that's the last we see of Diane. Yep. And she gets swiftly carried into the... She disappears into the crowd. Into the crowd, as if almost they don't care. In the special features, uh, she does survive. Wow, no, because you don't see her die. You don't, you know, you don't, you don't see, see her die, die. die. You don't see die die. Because that's what I noticed as well, is she just kind of gets swept away, almost like they don't care because they're going for the people inside. And they're just yeah. Like, oh, she's holding a, a dead person's leg. Must be one of us. Yeah, something like that. Because yeah, no, in, like the, in the special features... Like a- a ward away, like yeah. <laughs> in in the special features on the on, on the Blu-ray, there is like Di's story, and it tells you mm. what happened after she left the pub. Mm. And she says, like you know, she she ran off and then realized, you know, she was holding the leg of David, so he's probably not alright. And she like climbs a lamp post and manages to wait out until the military oh arrives or something like oh. that. And I'm like, cool, she survived. Awesome. Good on you, Die. Yeah. But we don't see that. That's only in special features. Uh, She disappears into the crowd. Zombies break in from all sides at this point. They're breaking through the windows. They're swarming in through the front door. They're coming in through the back door as well. Ed goes to make a Molotov cocktail (laughs) using like Sambuca or whatever's in the bar. Yeah. Um, Liz uses a stool, a bar stool, to try and keep the zombies back while... Sean reloads the rifle. Sean's shooting zombies. Ed is grabbed through the back door by Zombie Pete. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Zombie Pete he's is back again. His vengeance. Yes. Um, I heard you calling me a prick. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> I heard that. I followed the sound of your voice. <laughs> you crashed my car. <laughs> the trail uh, of destruction. Yeah. Um, Ed tries to get the better of him, but um, he's sort of flustered because he gets yeah. attacked from behind as well by the barkeep's wife, mm-hmm. Bernie, who bites him on the neck. And that's him and, for. Yeah, and Pete bites his arm at the same time. So that's double whammy. Double, gone. Double bite. 
Because um, you think, like, while you're watching people get attacked, you're like, don't get bitten, don't get... T-. If you get bitten, you're done, and you see the blank, you're like, well, especially there goes the character I liked. In so- yeah, in some zombie things, you're like, if you get bitten in the leg, if you amputate, amputate it fast enough... Fast enough. You might be alright. Yeah, but that was in the neck. But that so. was in the neck, and it's like, oh, sorry. Can't <laughs> amputate that one. Yeah, nothing we can do about that. Uh, so, oops. so, Ed's had two bites now. Um, Sean manages to get Pete, Pete Zombie's attention yeah. and screams, leave him alone, just like he did at the beginning of the movie, and shoots him through the head. Yep. <laughs> Great. Love that callback as well. Yeah. Um, before hopping the bar with Liz. Liz has hopped behind the bar mm-hmm. to try and get a barrier between them and the zombies, and Sean joins her. I'm as basically surprised. the entire pub is filled with zombies. It stops them because, considerably. Because, because they're, they're too stupid. <laughs> There's no one here. <laughs> mm. Ed makes it over. Ed makes it over the bar as well. Yeah, which wow. Thoroughly bleeding. Just dying there. Bleeding the to death. Yeah. yeah, but does manage to make it over. Sean pours alcohol across the bar and lights it to make a sort of second barricade mm-hmm. before reala- before rem- remembering that the rifle shells are on the bar. <laughs> And now currently molten hot. Yeah, so he tries to grab them. They're too hot to grab, so he just was like, oh, fuck! Yeah, <laughs> just sits back down out Sits of back down again. Um, he can't get to them. They they realize that they could be able to... That if they get into the cellar, yeah. there is a lift that will lead back outside to the street level again. Escape. As zombies start pouring into the side of the bar, yeah. bullets, now superheated by the fire, start popping... And one of them, like, tings off, a like, the bar bell yeah. and kills the first lady through, who I yeah. think is the coccycidal maniac. Ooh, is it? I think so. Oh, God. I think it's the coccycidal maniac, as per Ed's description, <laughs> um, who falls dead immediately, and they take that opportunity to get into the cellar. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, they, they All three of them managed to get in. And I'm surprised they actually, you know, decided to bring Ed, because... Every other time they're kind well, of. Well, you're not like, going to leave him to be eaten. Well, I know, but I mean, he That's, did say he didn't mind later. <laughs> they did say later, yeah. <laughs> so they hop into the cellar, but they can't get the lift door open. Yeah. Um, options now are to be eaten or to shoot themselves. Just a, a lovely conundrum, really. Yeah. But for, for your evening. And to make it worse, there's only two shells left. Yeah, and so... <laughs> Ed volunteers to be eaten. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't mind being eaten. I just love how they don't show him this whole time while those two are talking, because it's their moment, and he's just in yeah. the background like he was at the beginning of the film. Yes. Talking. It's just like, I don't mind being eaten. Yeah, while he's bleeding to death. Yeah, it's just having got a, bigger problems. Having a time. smoke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, Sean takes a moment, he's like, I don't think I've got it in me to shoot my flatmate, my mum, and my girlfriend, yeah. all in the same and evening. There's the, there's the word, <laughs> the girlfriend. The girlfriend, and she's like, "You don't think I'm going to take you back, do you?" And he's yeah. like, "Oh, baby, you don't want to die single." Which is <laughs> <laughs> just, damn. Okay, maybe, maybe she doesn't. <laughs> and I love it because it's, it's jokingly, yeah. And she's just like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> <laughs> they decide to have one final smoke, yeah, before, before, um, before the end, the end. Um, but when lighting it. Sean notices the controls for the cellar lift. They can get out. Mm. Uh, Ed refuses because he knows he's bleeding to death and yes. will soon be a zombie. Sean gives him the rifle and says, um, sorry for shouting at him. Yeah. Which is so sweet. Again. Again, so mm. sweet. Always with the sorries before the goodbye. Yeah. And Ed says, I'm sorry. No, Sean. 
I'm sorry. He's done a silent fart again. Yes, again. <laughs> Bringing it back. Cool back. But like in his dying moments, trying to make his friend laugh. Yeah. It's he's not kind of sweet. He's not even laughing. He's crying just because yeah. he doesn't want to let him go. And he's like, I'm not laughing. Yeah. And he's, it's because he's, he's, he is laughing, but he's he, also crying. He would be if he wasn't just about to yeah. leave his friend to die. So Sean and Liz use the lift to escape. Well, you know, ascend the they ascend to the yes. street level as, you know, Ed waves him goodbye and he's like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, love you. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like hey. gay. <laughs> yeah. Liz is like, I love you. Yeah. Liz is like, bye, Ed. I love you. And he's yeah. like, gay. Because <laughs> Liz says it. And then like, and then Sean's like, I love you too. <laughs> to him. Yeah. Because he never said it back. So he's just like, gay. And he's like, Gay. <laughs> it's so good. Which is just like, oh, gosh. So they managed to make it to street level and prepare to fight. They're using like a heavy chain and I can't remember what Liz has. I think she... Oh, one of them has a chain and one of them has like a something else, some sort of blunt instrument. I can't remember what it was. Mm. And they're about to start fighting when the zombies are suddenly gunned down. Yeah. We see military and Yvonne as well. The trucks roll in. <laughs> Yvonne just like skips through, smacks a couple of zombies and then meets up with oh, them. Hey! <laughs> said, you know, I'm glad somebody made it again yeah. I'll call back to a line she said earlier I love it Ugh. we cut to TV ads um, shows about the zombie apocalypse basically yeah six months on six months on and it's like you know talking with Trisha those trashy TV shows yeah. and she's like I know he's dead but I still love him I'm wearing the ring <laughs> yeah I'm still wearing the ring on my finger Trisha you sleep with that yeah, yeah and she's like would you fuck that <laughs> And there's also like game shows yeah, as well, which is kind of like they put they like really do that. They like, put like I remember these game shows where it's like you know like a bouncy castle line thing, and at the end like wipeout. Yeah, yeah, like wipeout, and you know yeah. they they put um, washing up liquid or whatever yeah, to make yeah. it slippery. Yeah. But they've and done it a zombie version where they've strapped a zombie into this thing, and there's like a hunk of meat at the end, yeah. and these zombies are trying Just to get it. to it. The drive forward endlessly. And I love seeing that um, th they mentioned that zombies have, like, a basic level of, um, you know, they can be motor used... Motor skills. Yeah, yeah, motor skills or something they say, yeah. Yeah, and they can still, they're still useful. Yes, yeah, so they're being used for menial labor. Yeah. And you see, you see Noel. Same, the same guys from the supermarket again. The same, and Noel, who was, and Noel, who yeah. was working for Sean, the guy who was like, you know, why are you allowed to do personal things or whatever like that? He's now a trolley boy at the supermarket, yeah. zombied. He's a zombie trolley boy. He's moving the trolley around while he's chained to the, to chained the thing. Chained to the thing. Yeah. It's so good. So, so oh. good. Um, Sean walks in because it's Liz who's watching the telly. They have a cup of tea. They yeah. describe what they're going to do for the day, and he says that he's going to head out to the shed for a bit. And she goes, go on then. And I thought it was going to be one of those, you know, like, talk to nothing moments that characters have, you know, mm. when they're talking to the dead, like, friend or whatever, and they kind of just look up at the sky and talk, but no. No, no. He heads he to the shed, and there's Zombie Ed. Goes to play video games with Zombie Ed in the shed. Yeah, Ed, Ed's in the shed, and they're playing PlayStation. Which is wholesome, but also... Jesus, I don't think I could do yeah, that. Can you it's imagine like, going somewhere to play video games with your dead friend? Your zombie dead friend. You watched them bleed out on the floor. He's still covered in blood. Dead. He's still yeah, covered in blood. And his face is just like mush. Because he's, yeah. he's got like blood smeared all over the front of his face and his eyes are glassy and it's like, how could you sit next to that? And I love it as Sean goes to like grab the next controller, Ed tries to take mm. a bite out of him and no, he's like, Ed! Ed. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then so it's start- just like, uh. <laughs> and then starts like. Yeah, he's, he's like moving smack it. The button. He's trying to move the button. He's trying so to press the button. And Sean's like, yeah. Yeah, good job. <laughs> and then, you know, we, we close on the final shot of Ed and Sean playing PlayStation together mm. as the beginning to You're My Best Friend starts playing, also a Queen Ooh, song. You You're my best friend. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of our movie. That concludes Sean of the 2004. Four. So, Jay, this was your first time watching it. Give me your rundown for this. What did you think of the script, the acting, the dialogue, just the movie in general? Give me your rundown. What did you think? I loved it. Like, for real. Like, because I knew I loved Hot Fuzz. And, like, as soon as I said to to Cameron, my partner, I was like, I got to watch this for the next podcast episode. He was like, we're watching. Oh, we got to watch this. I, I'm going to find Oh, Cam it. was excited to yeah, join. Yeah, because I was like... <laughs> watch it with you because I, I know you like it because he's seen it before and he was like yeah we're gonna watch it oh brilliant <laughs> so he found he found it and we watched it and it was just like all of the British jokes and everything was it's, just, it's so British it's lovely to just have like media from home that's like yes. yeah that's like made said, with love <laughs> it just gave me so much nostalgia for the little things like heading to the co-op and you know yeah. hobnobs and your little just... your little words and your slang mm. oh and making yes, a cup of tea the the full list of stuff that like the script is so clever and so well written I love it the, the the list of things you know we'll have a bloody mary first thing that's the zombie they find in the garden bite of the king's head is when philip gets bitten at barbara's at barbara and philip's house couple of the little princess the little princess being uh liz and the couple of the little princess being di and david mm-hmm. so a couple of the little princess stagger back here that's them pretending to be zombies heading to the pub shots at the bar literally shooting the zombies shooting the, the zombies at the bar he lays out the entire... And I didn't even click... That didn't even click for me to told me. Yeah. And then while I was talking to you, the part about Ed going to live in the shed... Yes. Why don't you me. go live in the shed, you thick goes, fuck? He goes to live in the shed. And then, end of the movie, he's living in the shed. And he is a thick fuck, because he's lost his entire faculties. Yeah, he's a he's zombie. He's a zombie now. Yeah. So it's just like... Chill in the shed. What a, the acting's superb as well. We've got a smorgasbord of amazing British actors and actresses in this Love movie. Love to see it. Love to see it. It's so good. So what would your personal rating for this movie be? One being awful, ten being amazing. Where would you scale this for yourself? I would say an eight. An eight? Because for me, an eight is like a solid... Yeah, I'd watch that again. Mm. A ten would have to be like perfect, you know. Perfection. For it to be, yeah, it'd have to be immaculate. <laughs> yes. Perfection. Um, I, I do say an eight because I do feel like some parts of the movie did drag on a little bit. Like some okay. of the tension, I felt wasn't like quite, quite played there. off quite well. Mm. Like I think the the part at the end where you know they're arguing with um, David because he's being an idiot. Yes. I feel like that was paced a little odd. Right. So I okay. think it goes like from zero to a hundred to zero to a hundred, and kind of just doesn't like doesn't build. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because I mean, fair. it's like gonna shoot your mum, gonna stab you, and then it's kind of like mm. then it turns around again, and he pulls the gun again on him and shoots him, and it's like I don't know why. Yeah. I paced it like that. It felt a little odd. Yeah, I can understand that. I totally get. You know, like sure he might like act out in that moment but it just felt very out of character like that whole part where he goes to shoot him and then tries to leave like it's like he doesn't he seems like the most headstrong person there that's like until he's obviously kowtowed by the girlfriend (laughs) guy who's like stop it (laughs) who's screaming at him because he's he's a little bit David get away from that dog (laughs) yeah 
he, he is a little bit, oh, okay. But he's very stubborn, and I feel yes. like him just giving up and, like, trying to shoot his friend who's not a zombie, and then trying to leave. Like, meh. I don't know, it just felt like a weird way to get rid of him. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because it was all all at once after it just went to shit. Like, yes. they all died. It literally, <laughs> like, yeah, at one oh, point in the movie, it just hits the fan. Because I thought they'd pace it a little more, like, I thought the mum was going to die a bit earlier. Because ah, right. she was holding onto her arm for so long, I was just waiting for them to pick it up, and it mm. took about twenty minutes for them to actually. And then get she eventually passed away. Yeah, but those serious moments are so good. As I well. do, I do. I love the the way that they um, pace the humor with the the serious moments. Yes, they're perfectly done. Because that is such a good pairing of just like a tragic comedy. Yes, and they're not afraid to like sit in the sadness for a moment. Yeah. Because it's to like it's have that human, sad moment. The human connection in the zombie apocalypse is yeah. the one thing that makes it like valuable in that experience. Is just like, hey, this is a guy watching his mum die. That's sad. Yes, we don't need to make a dick joke right now. Yeah, We're having a serious moment. Just a moment. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, and then immediately after that, like it's still serious, but they then start to pepper the humor. Yes, it's like more with Diane, Diane saying, you know, this isn't fair and Ed handing her the broken bottle he's holding so he yeah. can grab a corkscrew. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's little moments like, yeah, I gave this a nine out of 10. Like I can, I, I'll continue to watch this movie for years oh, to come yeah, and just have a sure. good time. Like it's made me want to watch Hot Fuzz again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Cause oh, I'm just Fuzz like, is, I'm, mm. I miss watching that. I want to watch it again. Hot Fuzz is a damn good movie. I'll go home and watch that later. <laughs> yeah, do it. So um, we like to give credit where credit it's due here. So is there a particular actor or actress or character you'd like to give props to in this movie? Yes, yes. I actually really enjoyed Ed's character. Ed, really? Nick yes. Frost? Oh yes. my god. because I loved him in Hot Fuzz and I loved him here because he just... They're so different characters as well. Yeah. He plays the same, like, the same Bitsiness. attitude. Yeah, like, kind of just the same, like, the way he carries through the passion of the character for, like, what they want... Mm. It's just, he does it so well with both of them in different ways. Yes. Because obviously in Hot Fuzz, he's more like the nervous kind of like trying to be good enough. Yeah. And then in um, Shaun of the Dead, he's like not trying and yeah. he's, he's okay with it, but that's what he wants. And he's very convincing with his portrayals. I, oh I yeah. Really he seems like, like a right prick in this movie. <laughs> I can only imagine how hard it is to pretend you don't care while you're acting for your job. Yes. You know, like... I mean, he spends most of the movie, like, texting on his phone. And, like, you've got to be convincing in your, like, just pure apathy of, like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Like, you've actually got to act like you don't care while you're on film and the camera's in your face. Yeah. And you've got to act like zombies are around you. And it's like, okay. It's so good, yeah. I wanted to give props to Simon Pegg. Mm. Oh, For Sean. Yes. Because of the emotional range he manages to do in this movie for sure he has fantastic phenomenal comic timing mm-hmm. and yet like the scene with his mum yeah. where she's seizing and dying breaks my heart and I will li- yeah. it literally makes me tear up yeah and I was like I want to see Simon Pegg do more like drama I think he might actually be very 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 good at drama yeah, you know, I really liked him in um, like other action stuff like I saw him in the Star Trek reboot Oh, yes. Scotty? Yes, yes, he's Scotty. He did very well, Mm. considering, you know, Star Trek's a beloved franchise and, like, the reboot was risky. Yes. But I think they did very well with their their recasts, and I think Simon Pegg was actually an unexpected but good choice. Yeah. Because he plays a Scottish guy, but he's not Scottish. No. And he's just, like, you can tell he's just putting it on, but it's like, he's got the frantic, like, 
the frantic energy. The, the frantic energy of like this engineer who's trying his best to fix everything as it's going to shit. Yes. And it's it's great. Yeah. I love it. He's just bit. he's just so good in this movie as well. But yeah, yeah I, I want to see him do more. Because he's done so much comedy. I mean, he's like what Ice Age, Run Fat Boy Run, obviously the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy, yeah. uh, How to Lose Friend and Alienate People, all those different movies, they're all comedies. Because it's so easy to typecast yourself into a comedy mm, a comedy, a comedy guy. actor. Yeah. But like his emotional range here is so good yeah. that I want to see him, like, do more of that. Because his his acting is just, like, the way he does the sad scenes, it's so human. Mm. Like, because a lot of the time with movies that are actually serious movies that have sad stuff in it, it's it's too played out and dramatic that's like, yeah. oh, you know, like... It's like theatre acting. No, my love. And, you but, know, like, Sean, like, Sh- it was like... He's watching his mum die. Yes. Yeah. Freaking out. It's so human. Like, he's not just, like, dramatically looking off into the light. like With a single tear rolling his cheek. Yes. <laughs> no, he's, he's like... He's like a little boy, the way he acts. He's, like, panicking. No. You know, yeah. like, oh. watching her die. It's like, so, no. So, so good. This movie is just... For, if you've not seen Shaun of the Dead... Um, spoilers. Yeah, but, <laughs> spoilers, Go guys. back. Go Sorry. back and uh, just forget you had this. Yeah. yeah. It's well worth it. Yes. Absolutely, 100% worth your Even time. Even if you already know the plot points from listening to this. Yeah, it is it, still great. If you just listen to this first to see if it might be something you want to watch, you know, go watch it. Listening to it isn't going to do it justice. You've got to watch the... You, yeah. Especially with all the, the ways they set up the, the camera shots and everything. The nuances of, yes, like, the, how they... The mise-en-scene. <laughs> uh, can you tell I took media yeah. uh, in high school? <laughs> how they script it, how they film it. I mean, we, we didn't even talk about, like, how the camera works in this movie. Movie, which is just great. It's very the camera work is so good. I mean, we only mentioned it with that phone call moment because it's such a prominent moment. So good. But yeah, the, the camera work's amazing. The script is amazing. The acting's amazing. It's just a great comedy film and just all round amazing zombie film. Very well crafted and definitely a different take on the uh, on the topic of zombie apocalypse. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of like, oh no, zombies. It's like, oh no, zombies, it's like, fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here, watch Average Joe and his mates yeah, trying to survive. Yeah, instead of, like, buff hero, we yes. have this guy. Military guy, 84. We yes. have, like, no, we have, we have the guy who works at the, le- the electronics store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, that concludes Shaun of the Dead 2004. Thank you so much for joining me, Jade. I hope you had a good time talking about this movie. Yes, I did. Thank you for having me again. Second, no worries. Second episode. Yeah, and I hope you come back for I'm a third at some point. back. When we find another movie for you. <laughs> oh, God. What next? <laughs> Something extremely gory. Oh, no. <laughs> no, please. Have mercy. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye now. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite.